And welcome back to the boys of the Golden Throne. Um, today is a special episode. And when we say special, we don't mean in the special, like, Jeremy kind of way, like local Jeremy player way, but we mean in, like, the awesome. Say not all Jeremy's. Yeah, not all Jeremy's. Just our Jeremy. But but our local Jeremy. Um, Today we are actually going to talk about a couple of, uh, well, I guess they're not both events proper, but um, one is an event, which is pretty awesome, that we wanted to talk about in the last episode, but we didn't have time. So we decided we'd just do a whole separate episode for it. And then the other thing is uh, we went up to the Spire on the weekend uh, to go see Brennan, uh, B.B. Baker, and uh, Ray and all those boys and Cam. It was awesome. So, yeah, um, no hobby progress in those episodes. Just going to kind of keep it wide and loose the way that uh, Teo likes to do it. And in true bot GT fashion, just, yeah, kind of kind of wing it. So with that said, I guess, yeah. Where do we want to start, boys? Who's the uh, rando that joined us? Oh, I guess that'd be a good way place to start. So uh, we have a, guest, a special guest today. Um, this is more special, like the Jeremy sort of way, and like the earlier <laughs> special. <laughs> it's a good special still. It's just uh, <laughs> uh, we've got Marty, so he's a local guy in our in our group that uh, we met through Eric. Uh, and Eric's been trying to convert him to heresy for a long time. And yeah, now we, we've got him fully like on board and hard for heresy. And it's pretty awesome. Say hi to the folks. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, awesome. Uh, I, would, I, uh, I wouldn't <laughs> say he was converting me. I think he showed me one mech model. And it's just like, all right, I'm in. Okay. Well, then Mechanicum converted you, which is naturally yeah. what should happen because Mechanicum is awesome. We had to use the 40K gateway drug, but that shit's in the garbage now. Well, oh, nice. Play. Well, you you were playing 40k at that oh, oh. time as well. It was it, it was kind of like you were falling in falling out of love from that thing, and then I was kind of like, oh hey man, what's up? What are these sloppy yeah. seconds? But no, <laughs> I had to play the long con to try to suck people into heresy. Hey, to be Boy. fair, I still think that 40k mechanic of stuff is, in some cases, really cool. Except the copter, <laughs> that's where they fucked it up. They fucked it up in a couple chopper. spots, but yes, <laughs> there are some pretty cool models in that line. I am a, a little bit bits. envious. I really wish that we could play those in Heresy. <laughs> or Skatari. Well, you need, you need the Skatari anyways, right? Because that's what you use for the base for um, the guys that guard the Titan. Sekutari, yeah. Sekutari, yep, yeah, for sure. I think we I all think just want the Skatari to come in, though. <laughs> they're like in every book in every Mechanicum book there's like a million Skatari and it's for some reason Horus Heresy doesn't have them very strange um, but yeah, speaking of this fire that, that one guy uh, that told me the Imperial Fist that, well we'll get to that one but like there's this one guy he, he, he told us some some very good cheese that I was I was kind of like I think I need some of that Gouda it was just like two up <laughs> re-rollable armor save not invuln save like Stone Gauntlet like Imperial Fist, but a re, uh, armor save on those uh, Secutari guys. Yeah, I forget um, what his weirdo combo was. It was something to do with allying, I believe. With a, uh, uh, with a what do you call it? Not Battle, battle Brother? Uh, you know, like the top level allies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you have to be like real good bros. Like, you know, like, hey, I can, I for, watch, I you, I can watch you pee and it's not weird. 
You had to ally well, somebody in and then jump them in the Skatari and it gave them like a rerollable armor saves or something. I gross. Exactly what it well, was. I kind of feel like throwing up my mouth now after this after this conversation, but that's uh, good to know. <laughs> good to know there's broken combinations. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have something. All right, they deserve. <laughs> I mean, they already have something. It's called Sekutari. There's oh Se- Sekutari. I thought I thought you were talking about Mermen on Sekutars. No, 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 not them. They're already scary. Nah, nobody plays those. There. Plus, hey, you can uh, but yeah. So, do we want to? I guess I just figure we'll start talking about Edmonton because I feel like it's going to be like a. There's a lot to cover. <laughs> um, yeah, that, was a, that was a big one. So we kind of went separate ways in terms of like getting there. So uh, I'll start with my early parts of my story, which is that originally I had planned to fly. What was the event and... first? Maybe we should say that. Oh, that would be a good idea. Yes, uh, <laughs> it was the Iron Without event uh, that Trident Wargaming put on in Edmonton. Uh, Bill Blanco and uh, Andy and his boys. Um, so yeah, they've come out to our events uh, a couple times now, and they've been really supportive. And uh, yeah, we really like them. And like Bill's always a blast to hang out with, and so is Andy. So they uh, shown us support. We decided I was like, all right, all right, we're gonna make the trek to Edmonton. We're not like. Uh, I have pretty uh, mixed, I shouldn't say mixed, they're pretty, pretty one-way one feelings about Edmonton the last time I was there. It was a bad place in my life, but I was like, sure, let's go back to Edmonton for an event and support Bill and his thing. And it was, uh, I think it was worth it. It was really awesome. Um, but yeah, I had uh, planned to fly because I didn't want to have to take an extra day off of work. And without notifying me, my flight was canceled. So I actually had to, th- and thankfully I was lucky. Uh, we had another, we had basically a whole caravan of vehicles going up, which was really super cool, honestly. Uh, and uh, one of the caravans, driven by James Plummer and uh, and uh, Kalis Odinson, uh, had some room. So thankfully, I actually did still get to go. I just had to do the fucking absolutely. Uh, brutal drive up to Edmonton drive mm-hmm. yeah non-stop it was uh not the way I would have chosen to do it but it's the way that it was done um and then so yeah and so so you guys kind of took a slightly different path you want to talk about kind of how your your drive went okay well we went in the sex machine we took my car the 2018 Mustang GT GT by the way not a V6 come on get it right <laughs> But we decided, me and Eric basically decided, we were like, okay, you know, driving 14 hours, we could do it. We don't want to do it. So we're just like, okay, we're going to stop somewhere in the middle. Is it the middle? Is it kind of like 75% of the way there? It was like 70, 75%. Where'd you guys stop the first time? Oh, I always forget the town's name. It's like Voldemort or Vermont or what's it called? uh, Yeah, Belmont. Yeah, that one. It's like an an hour before Jasper, basically. Okay. It's basically yeah. truck stop, the town. But, you know, the hotel yeah. was nice, which was surprising, because everything else, you look at it, it was just like, oof, I can see why people just drive by here. But the hotel well, was it's nice. it's interesting, because that's all there, like, that's the thing. All the industry there is probably, like, a lot of people who are staying from out of town for work. So it's, like, well people. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to uh, have some, something decent. Yeah, it was a brand new, like, chain hotel that looked like it was just airdropped into this, like, tiny little... Like That's villain, funny. Basically, this massive like four-story hotel. I was like, I yeah, wasn't bad. 
So we yeah, we left. You guys left at thir was it Thursday night? Um and drove overnight into Friday, right? Shit. I don't even yeah, remember you, now. Was we it? We all arrived there by Friday. I think yes. you guys left Thursday. Right. I was gonna day. leave I was supposed to leave Thursday or morning and arrive like Thursday morning and I think no wait. I was supposed to leave on Friday, arrive on yeah. Friday. Instead, I had to leave on Thursday and arrive on Friday. That's the other, was. yeah. So you also mentioned that Teo, the Nanaimo boys, Teo and Nico, and the other James. Uh, Nanaimo, yeah. Drove, is that, the other, please, it's boy. James. James, James. James. Uh, James. James. <laughs> they, uh, they were in their own car as well, so they kind of convoyed up with, uh, with you and James's crew. Whereas me and Marty, we left, uh. We left early on, kind of midday on uh, the Thursday, because we were going to get the hotel basically halfway, yeah. so we didn't have to drive all night. It's, it's It really nice. sounds like you guys did it, like, the ideal way. Like, that's how I would have wanted to. It cost more, for sure, but, I mean, you know, it's a nice drive, too. Like, the view is great. It was lots of lots of nice scenery, driving through the mountains and shit. It was great to be able to actually see it, whereas if you leave, <laughs> if you leave at night, yeah. all you're seeing is this black corridor for, like, fucking hours upon hours, which is... Uh, yeah. Yeah, Probably yeah. not quite the same. It's basically like night fighting with poor fire, and it's just like, oh, great, I can't see shit. I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah, we uh, we stopped off in that town, Valemont. Had a great sleep on a comfortable bed, you know. Fell asleep watching some TNG, waking up every hour to the goddamn music starting again. Good times. And then we woke up right when you guys pulled in, I believe, <laughs> Friday Friday morning, you guys like rolled in at like seven a.m. I think I must. I think I was like asleep for this because I don't even remember any of that. I think you like telling me that, and I was like, oh wait, yeah. Yeah, I think we met. We met the Nanaimo guys in Valmont, but you guys were still behind, forty minutes or so, and then we all went to Jasper and stopped. But you were you were sleeping like a little baby in the back of the pickup truck, so we didn't want to wake you. Oh yeah, I would have been a bed. We we were told you were a little grumpy, so we thought, okay, <laughs> let's not. Uh, <laughs> was I? Yeah, that's, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I felt at that like, point, you guys were driven, driving driving all night I, at that point. So yeah, I had just kind of. I well, I shouldn't say I had just finished. Yes, uh, I, I guess <laughs> should I continue with where it was where where I was up to this point? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go for it. So. Yeah, we drove all night, and I think I—I I don't really remember um, what time I actually ended up falling asleep versus how how long I drove. But yeah, it was. Uh, uh, I think I started driving around probably like one a.m. I think it was. I'm trying to remember the city that we stopped in for lunch there. Oh, you guys stopped in. Was it a? Uh... Kelowna or Kamloops? Kamloops, I think, is where you go. Kamloops, that's right. Yeah. So we like, stopped there and then I drove something? from that point. Yeah. 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 Um, Brutal. So, yeah, it was interesting. So <laughs> that was that was really, really interesting because it was literally like. I think it was. 6 a.m., maybe 7 a.m. by the time I stopped driving, but started at one and like. <laughs> Hadn't slept, had gotten up at 5 a.m. the next the morning before for work. And, like, just, like, holy shit, man. Like, that road, that part, that portion of road, it's, like, it would be fine to drive during the day. But when it's really, really, really dark and low visibility, 
like it was fine i'm a i'm a good driver but it was like i had to be locked my eyes had to be locked on the road like i could not afford to look away from the road for even a second because even trying to just go the speed limit was quite difficult because you couldn't see shit uh yeah there was some which was definitely interesting because we it, it got dark before we got to our destination because we actually missed yeah our, we missed our ferry in the morning that we were supposed to take because we had planned to get there before sundown so that right we, you know light out the whole time but well, well now hold on hold on don't get into it we didn't miss it on purpose we we, we we were on schedule and then when we got uh after I picked Eric up, we got by John's house, and we we're like, "All right, we're making good time. We're gonna get there. It'll be good." Apparently, some idiot went and hit uh, was it a telephone pole or something like that? So. Oh yeah. And they closed off that whole yeah. area, that whole access, and we we're like, "Oh, we'll just go by John's house then." And then it was a huge lineup, so we're like, "Okay, yeah, we'll just turn so around, funny. go another way." And they literally yeah. I remember hearing about that in the house. morning, and I was like, "Holy shit, that's still blocked up! Like that's right by my <laughs> house." Yeah. So that's great but yeah but like the, i think the last hour or hour and a half i think until we got to our hotel like it was pitch black and it was like ooh, it did yeah the visibility yeah. just dropped and you're in the mountains well, and it too, was so like, like that's the thing you're in the mountains like that i was like driving and it's like you can barely see the road because for some reason all the roads are super poorly lit like for those who listen outside of bc on the island that we live on it's like most of the roads are lit by reflectors at night. So there's a lot of visibility, even if there's not light of the direction that the road goes in. When we were driving this, there was almost no reflectors and it was a little bit crazy to me. So driving around these really, really windy roads at really high speeds, roads are also extremely narrow, but then the only vehicles that you are seeing are, are like semis and their, <laughs> their, their headlights are eye level with you. So they're blinding you as they're going the opposite direction. And yeah, it was uh, it was definitely an interesting. It was like, all right, this is gonna put my uh, <laughs> my um, yeah, just my ability to remain awake and drive and not kill us to the test. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Luckily, a bit intimidating because like some of these some of these semis like they everybody's going 120 right in these roads. Yeah. So yeah. they they already create like this vortex or something around it. So if my my little car passes by, I can feel it. I'm just like, no, mm -mm, come on, steady. <laughs> well, and the thing that's really bad is when a semi be following you because they know the road. I'm like, I don't know this road. If I drove this road a hundred times, I would be driving faster than I am. But I have no idea, like what the twists and turns are going to be. So you have a semi tailgating you because they're going super yeah. fast. And you'd be like, holy fuck, like, I'd be going through these zones that were like, oh, it's a 90 zone or it's a 100 zone or whatever. And I'm going basically exactly the speed limit or maybe like, maybe like a couple kilometers under it. Because it's like fucking pitch black and there's like a semi barreling down on you and you're like, okay, I just have to drive until I can find a rest stop. And hopefully I see the rest stop in time to actually be able to stop at it so the semi can pass, you know. It's, uh, yeah, definitely an interesting experience but that said uh eventually i looked at the clock and i noticed it was 5 a.m and then i started to see a little bit of light in the sky and then from that point on aside from being obnoxiously tired it was it was good it was, when did you uh, wake no up longer did you, did you wake up in edmonton or like before you got there no way before edmonton oh, okay. um i probably woke up like an hour after you saw 
after we met you Us? in Jasper. Yeah. Yeah, I that think just... that's I think that sounds about right. Yeah. From there on out, the, the trip trip is like fairly kind of boring, I guess. Like the drive, oh, except for until you get to like Oh, that's the thing, yeah. I missed Jasper. I slept through it. That's because uh, Jasper was really nice. But yeah, I saw like it on the that, way back. The what is that's it? It's like the national park or something. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a park. Like, it was like the bluest yeah. water I've ever seen. It was like holy shit, who worked on this water? We did see it on our way back though, <laughs> which was really nice because it was oh, it was absolutely gorgeous. But once, it was. And I, I remembered seeing it when I was a kid. Once I think. you uh once you leave Jasper though, it is just the most depressing and boring drive. From there to Edmonton, which is nothing but like, like yeah, wheat field ish kind of beige yeah. color. And I was like, oh lord. Uh, and I it remembered like it. I've drive. driven it, man. I've literally driven that. And I fucking told myself it was the worst thing ever when it happened. <laughs> and then I thought about it later and I was like, oh, it can't be as bad as I remembered, you know? And then I just like went back and I was like, man, <laughs> this shit is like dire. Like, there's nothing in in Alberta, and like just like goddamn, just like Edmonton is not a pretty city. It's like holy shit, <laughs> which just speaks to how awesome the event was because uh, the city was not the draw for me personally, <laughs> and the and yeah. the drive through it through actual Alberta, it's like worse than Saskatchewan even. But it's like oh, you're like well, that's, nothing that's here. a bold claim right there. That's a rough no. Drive. Sorry, it's better than wait. What's a bull claim? That Saskatchewan is is better than driving through Alberta. No, I meant to say the other way around. Sorry. Oh, okay, good. Because that's no, got to be the worst. Though. Yeah, that is the worst. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. I was told by a coworker that like we we picked the most drab point in Edmonton's like time. Like it gets really apparently a lot nicer in the summer. Like it's yeah, lot, there's a lot that's more fair. color and a lot more stuff. That going. is we, fair. we hit that peak of like I guess. Post like snowmageddon, winter, possibly yeah. more snowmageddon coming. Everything's just dirt, and it's like, all right, well, that makes sense. But yeah, it was what it that was. That does make sense. Well, it was kind of like a mix of all all the seasons, because like there was when we left like from BC, it was like okay, you know, it's sunny and like nice, and then we get to like the higher up in the mountains. Obviously, there's snow. I was just like, oh no, it's gonna be this the rest of the way, and then I don't know where you go to a savanna. It's like, oh, I think we drove <laughs> too far. We were in Africa. <laughs> then we get back to the mountain. It's that snowy again. It was just like I, I don't know what you think. Yeah, that's I guess that's just the Rocky Mountains and like yeah, just BC itself. BC you hit so many climates, biomes. Yeah, which is interesting. But uh, well, I mean, it's me... interesting when you see it shift from BC to Alberta because there are parts of Alberta that are really really pretty. Like well, Jasper ja is Jasper's in Alberta, Alberta right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like it's and that's a... one of the most gorgeous things I've ever seen. <laughs> It's really yeah. a beautiful place. They yeah, had the nicest Tim Hortons I've ever been to. <laughs> I mean that unironically. I could not believe not it. Surprised. I was sitting at Tim Hortons. I was like, man, this is like actually like a super like just it felt like chill to sit down. It was nice. It was it was like it's way different than like any Tim Hortons I've ever seen. This actually oh, isn't bad. There's no homeless people in here. <laughs> it's just <laughs> like yeah. Yeah, I have a feeling Jasper probably doesn't have a big homeless population. I would think. But what did uh, the town we stopped at? Uh... Oh, Merritt. Merritt, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. That was an interesting little uh, pit stop. What, in, what happened there? In well, it was just like, where is this? Uh, it's outside of 
can loops i think maybe right. an hour or so so kind of when you're in the valley area of bc and it's you know again pretty drab but uh yeah it was just like it was like a you know half the size of duncan if that and it had like these like really sketchy looking sushi signs which was like, oh yeah oh, oh that was know, where you were setting pictures, pictures with the sushi from. yeah, yeah I saw and like i i braved to get some uh i braved the 7-eleven taquitos i made it didn't get hurt but oh, I, man, I wanted to have a brave man but yeah, there's so many homeless people there too, which was the weird thing. Is it was like we're in the middle of nowhere, BC. Nowhere, and it's yeah, like there was tons of homeless people, like in their kind of city town center. It was it was so weird. To, I just was surprised to see it. Yeah, because like, it's not like a too. population center, and it's also a place to be very cold in the winter. So you're like, Oof. yeah, not yeah. a good place to be homeless. Yeah, exactly. Interesting, but uh. But yeah, uh, the bro. I mean, I think we all we all made it in one piece. Three different cars. There was nine of us total, right? Three different cars, yeah. nine different dudes. All made and it. A to, whole uh... lot of ass. Well, actually, we yeah, didn't make it, it to the Airbnb because uh... we were too early, so we had to go to kill time at the West Edmonton Mall. At the West Edmonton Mall, the one thing that you do, and when you go to Edmonton, <laughs> you go to the West Edmonton Mall. I couldn't yeah. believe that we ended up at the West Edmonton Mall right away after was... driving for you okay, guys. Okay, I guess night. we're going. Well, it wasn't just that. It was just in general. I was like, okay, I guess we're going to go to the West Edmonton Mall <laughs> because it's just what you do when you go to Edmonton. Like, well, I had lived there for like six months, so I would seen it and that, but it was just kind of funny. I was like, this is not where I expected to end up when we got here. <laughs> <laughs> I think me and Marty initially had planned to go there just for something to kill time because we didn't right. think we'd arrive at the same time as you guys. But oh, okay. it was kind of nice that it worked out that way that we all got there. And I don't know how many of us had ever been there before, but it was interesting. Yeah, there's definitely some people who weren't. Well, but yeah, I never. Yeah, been, it's, I've never there's, been there's so. something to be said for it. It's a big mall. It's kind of there's a you know, there's a pirate there's a pirate ship and there's like some you know it's a touristy ass place, but it's yeah. got it's a uh, little bit little bit of charm for that. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, we got to the Airbnb. And I think, did we all just conk? Yeah, I mean, I guess we all just conked out. I had, like, the most needed sleep in my entire fucking life. Yeah, you guys must have slept good. Fucking just, oh, like, yeah, I think I slept for about 12 hours. And, uh, yeah, it was great. (laughs) Really comfortable bed for that night. A couple of us watched The Mandalorian, and then I think everyone was in bed probably by, like, 8 (laughs) o'clock, 9 o'clock. Yeah, I think I went to bed around 6.30 or 7, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Was, uh, yeah. I think I watched a bit of The Mandalorian with you, probably. It was that, that night. No, yeah, we watched that whole episode, yeah. and I think we loaded something else up, but then that's when people started going to sleep. Oh, yeah. I went to go take a shit, I think, and then. Yeah, <laughs> and then the I just never came up. back. <laughs> yeah. You noticed the door yeah. handles and the uh, the house started falling off, and the front door <laughs> handle fell off. Very uh, well, well built house. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Super it was well at least it was better than our sketchy ass Vancouver uh, Airbnb yes. eventually oh, had. Oh boy. We'd have to block yeah. the barricade the doors this time, so I mean, it was okay, but you know, nice little house in the suburbs in Edmonton. That was funny. I remember going to home, going to sleep drunk that night. Looking at the door, and I'm like, "Well, if someone tries to force himself in the door, I'm confident I'll be able to wake up and beat them to death before they beat me <laughs> to death." <laughs> then oh, I went man. to sleep like a baby. <laughs> I don't remember if we actually told that story before or not. I don't think we. No, I, that trip, I think we but... did. I, I think did we, we. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm sure was... we did. That's it was a fire trip. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so the event, uh, day one, 
was pretty cool. Um, I brought my uh, Mechanicum, the list that basically, I mean, this event is the reason why I painted the list and did the got the list done, which was awesome because it was a motivator for me to get that Murmured on uh, Cult done, which is, you know, said it a million times. It was the thing I've wanted to do for a very long time. So it was like pretty rad, but it was hilarious because I got it done way before the event because I got it ready for this event initially, like wrote the list, but then I actually ended up painting the stuff up in time for one of the, uh, the Nymo events. So I had already kind of broken in the list a fair bit, but yeah, what did you guys kind of get out of day one and like, what did you guys bring and all that? Marty, you can go first. I'll go first. All right. I'll leave, I'll leave the charge. Um, so basically I was like, I'm also a mech player, but you know, I felt I felt that urge to to play something something legiony. So like for the longest time I was like contemplating. I was like, no, what am I gonna pick? It was gonna be loyalist. I knew that because I'm no edge lord, so I don't need any of those traitor legions. <laughs> but I just couldn't figure out what to play. And like, and like for the longest time, the the tie was Iron Hands or Imperial Fist. And then I I think I asked in the chat one time. It was just like who has a better shield save? It's like Iron Hands or Imperial Fist. And like some like unanimously people say Imperial Fist. So I was like, all right, I'm in. And basically, I brought a, a stone gauntlet list, which consisted of two units of uh, phalanx. No, not yet, anyways. Two units of phalanx warders, 15 men each, uh, three thunder hammers in each squad with a. Uh, not Nuncio Vox, what's the other thing? It's like Vexilla something? Vexilla? Yeah. Um, running. Yeah, exactly. Although they still got wiped from time to time, but that's, that's a story for another time. Uh, let's see, a 10 man squad of uh, cataphracty terminators, all with uh, vigil storm shields. Uh, five with Solarite Power Gauntlets and five with Thunder Hammers. Uh, my Praetor, which was just, uh, what did he have? Paragon Blade, and I think that was the most major thing. I think I gave him the Boarding Shield to try and try and make use of some Stone Gauntlet cheese, but Bill, like, said, it was just like, nah, it doesn't work <laughs> with him. So I was just like, okay, that's fine. I was okay with that. And, right. um... Oh, that's uh, cool. I, I didn't even know he rolled that one. Yeah, I asked him at the very beginning. I was just like, how are you ruling this? Because like, you could go this way or you could go that way. I'm fine either way. And he told me his decision. He's an Imperial like, Fist right. player, too. So, I, yeah, I appreciate that. It's like, that's cool. That's kind of just him leveling up the making them not mm-hmm. crazy. I think it also had a uh, Cataphracty Chaplain with a Thunder Hammer. Yeah. So I stuck him with the, with the squad as well, the Terminator. So that Terminator squad was just like... Filled with the characters and it was wrecking face as soon as I got close. Yeah. And then did you uh, fight any Primarchs with that? Oh, we'll get squad? to that. We'll get to that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> but uh, what else? What else was on the list? It was a Dorito with uh, assault cannons, just because like I thought the weapons were cool. I know last cannons are the better option, but assault cannons look way cooler, especially with those uh, belts on the magazines. And the final thing was a Contemptor Dreadnought with a last cannon and his fist thing with a melter gun inside. And I managed to get it all painted. I was stressing it first with the Phalanx Warders because I bought them off the, one of the Nymo players, Nico. But, yeah. So I had to strip them all, which was a pain in the butt, and then paint them myself. To which I'm like, oh, yeah. God, I got to paint 30 of these idiots. What I, this is what I was saying is so funny because like this is the uh, this is how how it starts. It's like everyone starts their armies in, in Harris here. At least everyone that I've known and myself included. It's like 
you buy your first unit used because you want to get it, you know, you're like, all right, I'm starting out. I just want to kind of dip my toe in, get something for a good deal. And then you realize I'm never fucking doing that again. I'll just <laughs> buy it and do it myself. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're buying like a high painted army, like from somebody that's like, oh, this is really good. Yeah. Like, or it's like, it, well, but... posed, or it's like painted in a way that you don't have to strip it. Right. But it's like, if you have to like actually strip it, it's just not. <laughs> yeah, that stuff is stripping models is a pain in the butt. Even with a sonic cleaner. It, well, that helped a lot actually, because like before the way I was doing it, just leaving them on the on the green, uh, the simple room? green thing, and it was taking forever. And the sonic cleaner was just like, all right, maybe like five washes of that thing, and the the paint was already just slicing off. I was just like, ooh, all right. Yeah, I should get one of those. But yeah, that was my yeah. list. And then on to your thing. If these terminators fought a Primark, oh, they did. Because what was it? it was day one, Bill announced like the way the tables were going to be set up. So it's like, oh, like in a Which map. Really cool. Yeah, uh, like you pick way. you pick your opponents like uh, on a map on a separate table, and you then had, oh yeah, uh, I love this. The, uh, so the sector, the sector mechanicus. What do they call those? Uh, no, they're planetary, uh, planetary, planetary empire. And empires. Yeah. Yeah, that's Basically, he put one of those for every of the actual tables at the event, and they were. They were painted up to the table, like what the table would be that you were on, which is really neat, actually. So you could yeah. look at it, look over at the tables, and you could kind of tell um, where you were going to go. And, um, and then, of course, they were all numbered yeah, awesome. for each table. So basically, it was like, okay, traders are starting off you know, defending the planet. Um, all the traders put down, your, put down your model on a tile. And then after all the traders were down, you would have the loyalists then just drop their guys to challenge whoever they were going to challenge. Um, so there was no, you know, pre, pre planned uh, pairing or you know using an app or anything. It was just like everyone kind of huddles around this big war table and it was really natural. Up. It kind it was of really like, good, you know. Yeah, I was surprised at how well that worked. Yeah, and he it also was, had planned really it cool. where I think he said it. So like there was like a middle block, and then there was like tiles all around that middle, and like the middle block was supposed to be the like kind of the crunchier list. You know, if you were a harder player, more of a veteran, wanted to have a you know, a bit of a dick-kicking kind of game with each other. Like, you were supposed to try to go on those ones. Yeah. Leave the other ones for kind of, like, you know, the newer players or the really fluffy dudes and stuff like that, which I, I don't know if that worked as intended or not in the end. I, it was... Usually, I think a lot of people scramble to, like, ah, I want to get my guys down before before I miss my chance kind of things. So I don't know if, it was, uh, if that worked for him or not, but it was still a great idea. Like, it was a great concept of a way to set up an event, I think. I think it works really well. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I have, I don't want to say I have run, but I have been part of running these events, our local scene for a long time. And generally I've been the one who's been designing the sort of like campaign stuff. Um, and I thought that his stuff worked really well in a way that was like, I was impressed with, I was like, holy crap. I want to like take these ideas. Cause, uh, Oh yeah, I would steal that. I've spent a while <laughs> trying to like think of ideas that were sort of equivalent to that, and never came to the, you know, never really could like figure it out with the planetary uh, empire tiles. Just a, mm -hmm. just an easy and sort of simple way of doing it that isn't too complicated, you know. And play, yeah, and it, and it solves the issue of trying to find opponents, which is historically without an app is like always kind of like the one of the hardest things to deal with. Is like, oh, how do I choose like who plays who because. I would say, yeah, so the only downside, which 
is kind of a fuck up on more so the player's fault. Um, was it because you know obviously I don't I don't know what everyone's models look like. They don't know what who's 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 got what. So usually when you're traveling to an event, you're like, hey, I want to play new people because yes. going all this way, you don't want to play the guy in the same city for that you always play as, right? Typically. Yeah. Um, and then so my very first game, I think I was a trader, so my model was down. And there there was one other Emperor's Children guy there, and his was right beside the tile beside mine. And right. James uh, from Nanaimo was That's like, so yeah, funny. oh, Emperor, I want to play That's that Emperor's so guy. So he puts his his guy down challenge me because he didn't realize it was my model and then we both get to the table and we're like bro what the fuck are you doing <laughs> what are we doing we came we came for whatever it was fine because james is he's really fun to play with so i didn't care yeah, but then in again like we're just like oh well, you know one fuck i was bound to happen but then yeah. <laughs> my second game when this time the loyalists went down first and the traders were challengers I was like, I wanted to play the Space Wolf guy that was there because I he's had a sweet looking army, looked like a cool dude, and I I saw what I thought was a Space Wolf banner guy as the model that was put down. I didn't look very closely, obviously, but I thought it was a big wolf head. So I was like, oh, there's a Space Wolf guy. And I I tossed my model down as fast as I could. And I get over my table and I realize I just fucking challenge the other James from Victoria. Oh uh, my god! With his dark angels, because it, it was a dark angel banner, and somehow in my already oh been my drinking god, state, hilarious. I was like, "Oh yeah, space wolf banner." So then my second game was against the other James, not J James from uh, Nanaimo, but not, not James, not Hi. James, sorry, but it, James from Victoria. So I had my first two games of the event were against our locals, basically. Um, which was hilarious. And it almost happened on my game three because there was two Blood Angel players, one being Teo and the other being another guy, and not knowing which one was which. Or no, this was actually the next day. But um, it almost happened again because I was like, I don't know which one's Teo's Blood Angel, so 50-50 chance that I put it down. Happened to be Teo. We got to the table. And oh, like, okay, let's. My let's. <laughs> we he, luckily we it was really quick. We're like, okay, let's just switch partners. And Teo got to play another guy. He hadn't played. I got to play a guy from Edmonton. So it worked out Good. at least on that one. But so the only thing you can maybe improve it, it ha having known it maybe ahead of time if we were to do it was make little. Is the intelligence of the players putting down their shit? Well, that too. <laughs> but like you could put uh. I don't know. Like put name, like have little names for beside your model, just so you know. Because it that's the yeah. other thing. Is you don't know who's who, so it's that's, it could be a little easier. You're going way, based but... purely on their model. Yeah, that's true. yeah. And it's like you think you would know because it's like oh, we're all local. We played each other a hundred times. But then when you've got you know thirty models sitting on the table and it's everyone's like oh shit, I gotta get my model down. And yeah. You don't want to get stuck like being the last guy who's forced to play an army you were totally not prepared for. You're so you're trying yeah. to go quickly as well, right? So. That would probably be the only thing, and I, I know it happened to a couple other people too, where they ended up playing um, locals as well, like from from our crew. So I was like, oh, I think oh, the oops. natural thing I really liked about it was like the people who were playing Primarchs. I think were generally putting down their Primarchs, and I thought yeah, that, that was, was actually nice. great because then it's like you know if they have a Primarch. <laughs> yeah, actually, that would yeah. be a good idea. Maybe just to say outright to be like, yeah, if you have a Primarch. Uh, put your Primark down. Actually, I because I, they didn't all do that, but I know some of them did. Um, and actually, thinking about it now, that would actually be a good way to do it. Whereas if you have one, yeah, totally. It was like you know you were playing them. a list. I remember, and it's like you're like, well, I don't, I, you know, because you you know you played a lot of Primarks with that list. You were just like, well, I would kind of just like to be it'd be nice to just play like 
less Primarchs at this event because my list is just going to get completely shit on by a Primarch because it's an assault list without a Primarch. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, which, and for Emperor's Children, which are like forced to challenge, like doubles, it's a double whammy of awfulness against Primarchs. But yeah, it's uh, it um, a rough go. But like overall, though, like, yeah, that system was beautiful. It's um, really cool. Like you could probably tweak it just to, I think it was his first time doing it too. So, like, yeah, it was. Yeah. He, I was listening to his recap on the thing, the show, and he was saying um, that was just sort of uh, the first time using that system in the wild. So, yeah, I, agree. I thought it was really good for the first time. Yeah. It ran, like, it still ran basically flawless. It was just, like I said, it was player fuck ups by not really paying attention and kind of rushing a bit, I guess. And then end up feeling, oh, yeah, shit, which is which is fair because I there was a couple times <laughs> where I ran over and I remember I put them all down really quick. So I'm like, oh, I want that person, you know. And you know, yeah. selecting a partner to play with that can be a little bit of a scary thing, right? Because you're like, well, I'm uh, putting down my name with someone that I'm about to play two hours with, and you're in a new place, and it's like, well, as exciting and awesome as that is, there's a little bit of trepidation around, oh, I hope I get a good opponent, right? You're going to get someone who's in the same mindset as you or not, you know? Yeah, in the same vibe. I think my my game five, I did some collusion, because I think you had played the guy uh, for your fourth game, which was the uh, Salamander player. And you said yeah. he was a really awesome dude, and I was like, okay, yeah. I want to make sure my my last game, I want it to be just a really fun, chill game. So like when you said that, I went and found I found him before the round started. I was like, hey, you let's play each other. And he was like, all right, sounds good. And then he just, I made sure, awesome. but like when we were standing around the table waiting, I like I put my guy down. I'm like, go go go, and he dropped his guy right on top. So we That's colluded awesome. to make sure we could play with each other. But uh, I'm glad because when I played him, I was like, oh, this guy will be a perfect. Like, like, honestly, it was just like, you guys will drive, you'll get along, and like, so he's just like a cool guy, super fucking friendly player, who's just like there to basically shoot the shit and play the game and play with his bottles. He's not like a, a go-hard guy. Yeah. It was, it's uh, awesome. It was good. Dick, boys, dick, boys, dick, boys, dick, boys. I guess I'll run through my my highlights of games. Uh, first round was really cool. Like, so you talked about how that system worked. Um, I got kind of peer pressured into just like, all right, John, go in the middle table, and it was like, fair enough, fair enough. I was like, you dick kicker. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I went in the middle table and I got paired off against Armin, and I was actually really excited about this because I've never played him before. But all I've oh, heard yeah. is great stuff, and he's got a nice really guy, really nice super good player. Yeah, exactly. He's a really good player. And, you know, uh, got a fucking cool Dark Angels army, which I just wanted to see in, in action. It's like a drop, drop a uh, uh, Dark Angels army, which is not something you necessarily see all the time. Um, and, yeah, it was really cool. So we played this mission where um, it was basically like controlling objectives, but because of the way the mission was structured, um, the second basically i got first turn and um he seized on me and the way the mission worked was like your stuff that wasn't troops had to come in off of the table edge on turn one and his army was a drop assault army so like it was pretty good for him to seize because like basically all my stuff i get intercepted with was off the table not all but a large majority of it so it was like oh, oh. <laughs> it was like but it was really good because uh yeah it was a really hard fought game i ended up losing 
but it was definitely like it was a really it was a nail biter game and and i'll be real like it was nice to play against someone who was like um good like him because i do like to be challenged like it's fun sometimes to play against someone who's good and be like all right let's like actually try to beat each other and see if like you know um see if we can get the get the better of one another it was great and it, and in the in the end it was actually a pretty uh competitive and close game but he ended up taking that and yeah that was like a really really cool it was really cool to get to play with him um you should probably point out too that all five of the missions of the event the uh for all custom missions that bill made um which were also very fun and i had played marty and i had both been playing them before the event just to kind of practice them and Mm-hmm. Um, yeah they, they were, were really they were interesting really i thought that they were very like um basic and they felt very campaigny in the sense that like uh there was stuff in in play that felt really fluffy even if it was something that was somewhat unlikely to happen in gameplay terms but it was kind of cool because it gave you incentivize you to or incentivize you to like for instance you get like a bonus point if you're um I think it was a bonus campaign point, actually, if your warlord took out their warlord and challenge, mm-hmm. stuff like that, which is like cool because it's like in a random game that's maybe not gonna be the best, you know, not much incentive, but at a campaign game, it's a little bit different because you're it's more about yeah, forging the story. Have, um, I think he was taking all the uh, victory points, and those were being converted to like campaign points to you know for to see what uh, which side was winning. But like you could get that little extra point basically to help your team out. And then like as the event went on, and we hit certain uh, milestones on the um, campaign campaign points, it was giving like some kind of in-game thing like oh, yeah, traders hit this point, which I didn't really realize on. until the end. Like yeah, I'd actually didn't know that. Day two maybe, I mean, there might be some oh, day one. Okay. I don't remember. Okay. Um, I know, but I know. I remember on the last game, like I was able to do like an orbital barrage. Yeah, same. Uh, yeah, point. on the first day, like it was. Uh, I think I the, forgot loyalist, the, the, lo- the loyalist <laughs> had a uh, night fighting enabled. Oh, that's what it was. Auto so for some, yeah, for for some people that was a bonus, but for me, I was just like, I don't want this enabled. I'm loyalist. <laughs> I, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess just, yeah, I don't have to go through all of it in too super detail, but that was really good. Uh, second game I had against the Sisters of Silence player, which was less good, if I'm completely honest, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, and then I ended up playing against uh, Nico from our, our local group, so we got the, some local stuff as well. He ended up choosing me. I was like, all right, cool. I mean, uh, you know. Nico's always Illusion. fun to play against, so mm. played him. Um, and then what was day two? Or day two, I played against the Salam that Salamanders player that, that Eric played against, which was awesome. That was like one of my more fun on, games. Liking on his name completely. I I know, and it's like it's bugging me too because I I do kind of feel like I should remember it. Like I remember him telling me, and it's just nice. like it's like kind of on the tip of my tongue a little bit, but. But yeah, um, and then so on day two, though, my honestly, my best game was against James. Like, I had never actually played him before. So we were both like, dude, let's just like play again. We were both just like, we want to have a good game. It's like, again, so it was just going to be fucking fun to play with. And they're like, all right, me and him look at each other. Let's let's just fucking do this thing. (laughs) Like, all right, cool. (laughs) So we just elected to play against each other, which was a fucking super fun game. 
laughed a lot. Um, he's a really yeah. fun guy to play with. Yeah, he's great. I was like immediately like, oh, of course, like hardcore Teo energy too. Like, <laughs> just I could tell how the it was like, oh, it makes so much sense. You guys are friends, like. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I just it was but more like oh, I just could see what that that you guys like why you guys would have hit it off to be, become friends. Like you guys remind me of each other's energy. Um, do that. Yeah, it's great though. Uh, Marty, mm-hmm. what about you? Tell All right. Oh, well, I think my matchups were what: uh, World Leaders, Sons of Horus. Uh, what was the third? Iron Warriors. Then did you play against that Super Sons of Horus army? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh my god, you lucky bastard. Uh, day two, it was Iron Warriors again, and then it ended up with uh, uh, Raven Guard that it was supposed to be loyal, but I think they turned them traitor just because a couple of people didn't show up on day two. But uh, yeah, like the first, the first game. The, to preface all of this, like as like Bill was explaining, like how the table thing was going to work or whatever. I think I was talking to the bartender because I was thirsty. I was just like, hey, can I get a glass of water? And I was getting <laughs> some of my stuff and everything. By the time I saw that. People were placing stuff. I was just like, oh, hey, what's going on, guys? And, like, I didn't know. I completely blanked out on what the explanation. So I was just looking at models. I'm like, uh, eeny, meeny, miny. Oh, look, an Angron. And place my <laughs> my predator down. Because, yeah. like, from what we practice, me and Eric have practiced. It was just like, okay, I want to get charged. So I get a bunch of bonuses. You know, I get, I'll get i go to weapon yeah. skill 5 on my warders and on my terminators i think no i think my terminators were weapon skill five anyways because and you haven't fought a lot of primarchs either so like maybe maybe weren't aware of how insane well yeah yeah that was mostly the big thing i was just kind of like hey smoke weed and you know i (laughs) I knew he had to charge so that was the only thing i cared about so i placed my model right there and then later on when they tell me it's just like why'd you place your model in the middle like you could play play some try hard or whatever and it's just like ah, it'll be fine it no I, I loved it i was like i loved the energy i just was like i fucking love it he was just like well fuck it i'm doing it i was like all right i'm here i fucking respect that yeah and that. it's it, and like it, throughout the whole weekend i didn't really care that was maybe like one time where i, I started caring but i was just like well i drove 14 hours to just to play like i don't care like about like min maxing or anything like that so it's just like whatever yeah. okay. i'll play anybody can get it all right I came looking for booty. <laughs> so how did that game go? Like, what actually kind of happened? Oh, and the first was definitely, like, super tuned to, like, maximum. Was it? Yeah, guess. so it... Sorry, continue, yeah. Derek. I, I was going to say, it was, I believe it was Angron. There was three Caribidus, uh Yeah. Like, the big fatty drop pods. Uh, Angron, a bunch of the... Um, uh, what are those dudes with the dual, Red. dual blades? Oh. Was it Red Butchers or was it um, they were there too, Rampagers? Believe, also, yeah, Rampagers with the two swords that are like kind of broken. Yeah, the um, rending four plus stupid swords. Yeah, I forgot mm. what they're called. But I think they all had that. Which yeah, is a lot. Yeah, that's and that's always like a sign. You're like, all right, fucking take some of the less good ones, bro. And then yeah. somehow he managed to fit in a flyer that like came in at the very last turn. But I'm just like, really? Do you really need this flyer? Like, come on, whatever. But the game yeah, was already it was pretty devastating. I looked at that list, and it—I'll be real—it looked fucking awesome. Like that was a cool army, and it was thematically pretty dope. Pretty dope. But it looked scary as a motherfucker. As a guy yeah. who plays drop lists, and like I have played Sons of Horus lists that are quite 
punishing in that way, like against certain armies, if you don't have a lot of intercepting, it's just going to be like, oh god, there's so much assaulting me. It's on your that it's list in you was right like, away. Yeah, it's like right in your face. Uh, but that's the thing when you've got a Primarch on top of all that, it's like yeah. a lot to deal with. And I've kind of fought something similar. It's funny. So, Eric, or sorry, Martin, you're, you know, the way the list that you played against, like in actuality, pro- a lot of similarities to uh, the Armin's list. Too, yeah, I can had, see that actually. He had that. Yeah. He had a Cryptus with a lion and, and uh, 10 uh, Deathwing companions, and it was pretty fucking rough. <laughs> to deal with when they're just in your face and they're like, ah! <laughs> well, it was fine. I could deal with it, but because like, especially with that stone gauntlet list, there's a, like me and Eric figured out is I was like, okay, the gentleman's way would be for me to roll all my saves and then re-roll any saves I, I miss, but I am allowed to roll one at a time just so that way it keeps it legal. And yeah, I can take basically, off. If you roll them all at once, you kind of, like if you roll all your saves and then you re-roll your fails, like you, you know, because you're supposed to get to re-roll your saver and vulnerable save. Um, but if you roll them all at once, uh, oh. I can't remember that my. Oh no, it's because of because the way that save works, they have to be positionally have two guys beside them. So if you right. rolled all your saves at once and then you re-rolled all your saves, um, you're you you might have been rolling basically re-rolls where you shouldn't have. Because you, so okay, so technically, if you roll all at once, it's better. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. It, yeah the other way around. Like one at a time is kind of like in theory the correct way to do it. Because then it's like, oh, okay, I've killed this guy on the left side. Now I killed this guy on the right. So you can kind of keep. Yeah, it's because you're removing the thing. model by model. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. It, exactly. It's so it's a bit of a ugly pig of a fucking rule to, to deal with when you. It's have a just. Squads. Yeah. But, GW, yeah. stop putting rerollable and vulnerables in the game. Never no, fucking do no, this again. Make them better. Such I a want to. Shitty work. fucking. They did that shit with Custo. It's it's just a sloppy mechanic. That's all. That's all I mean. It's like even it's just give them a plus one of their invulnerable save. Don't fucking give them a reroll. It's just dumb. It it's, takes it's so forever. Messy. That's the that's what I hate about. It. It's like gets hot on, you know, a support yeah, squad exactly. kind of deal. Like, like yeah, I can roll. Yeah, or like yeah, like. Exactly. It's like I don't want to sit there rolling two dice, two dice, two dice, two dice. Like, it's fucking yeah, annoying. Exactly. But if you roll all at once, you're probably shit. screwing yourself because you're you're not properly moving your wounds around or however you're supposed to do it. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. It's just a pig of a system that you got to find a way to deal with. Yeah. So basically, anyway, like, like like the gentleman way. It's just like it's like if a guy's cool and everything, just like yeah, whatever. I'll roll them all. Don't care. Whatever. I'm just here to have fun. But because because he brought that list and everything, I'm just like you know what. One at a time. Watch me roll these decks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, you did 37 attacks? All right. Take a seat. I'll be done in a minute. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's that one. That's, that's kind of how my second game was, where it was like, okay, we're playing this game for two different okay, like two different reasons. Like, it was kind of it, yeah. Different, different mindset of uh, what you want, I guess, out of it, which kind of sucks yeah. for game one, obviously. But mm-hmm. I think the rest of the years, at least, were... Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, everybody else after that was fine. I did do the one at a time versus uh, my last game with the Raven Guard, which is uh, uh, I think it's you guys Alex, know uh, Malix. Yeah, yeah, from Death and Betrayal. Yeah, but it wasn't like to Fuck, be a you dick. You got like the mint, mint fucking. That's awesome. 
Yeah, but it wasn't to be a dick or anything. I was just like, you know, I just want to try it, and it's the last game, and I explained it to him, and he was fine with it. So I, I prefaced it first. I was just like, hey, are you okay if I do it like this? And I explained why, and he was just like, yeah, sure, whatever. And it seemed to work out better. That's that's where I'm getting my statistics. We're like, all right, I should be doing it like that. But again, if I like the person, it's just like, whatever. Smoke weed, let's get some beers, I'll just roll everything. Who cares? Uh, mm-hmm. And the game ended up fine, especially in that mission, because that mission like benefited me way more than it did him. Yeah, that was the ambush uh, <laughs> ambush mission where you were in the middle, I think. But which, yeah. Yeah, that's where you want to be, just literally gauntlet, stone gauntlet walled up in the middle of the board. <laughs> Come yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, aside from that, like everybody else was cool. Like I don't remember most of my opponents' names. I think the Sons of Horrors guy I'm blanking on, but he was a real cool dude. Chris, Chris was it Chris? All right, Chris was a cool yeah. dude. Uh, the first Iron Warriors guy, he was. Uh, I think he's part Please, of Please, sir, can we just before you move on from Chris? That army was one of the most insane things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I saw that, that and I was just like, now that that's a Sons of Horrors player. <laughs> Take note, John. That's an insult, sir. Uh, it was Only crazy. 3D though. printed. It's uh, like a lot of yeah. shit designed by him. Like, oh my god, that was, yeah, just a insane army. Yeah, I was glad. Yeah, sorry. Because I also know he yeah. he's he plays a pretty, I'll say soft, but like a pretty very fluffy list. It's definitely no dick kicking. No, um, not he's at a all. Gent of a dude, from what I know. Yeah, he had some units that were scaring me for a bit. It was like some demons or whatever that he conjures up. And I was just like, these things will not yeah. die. Yeah, he was using, they were like his own design of Luperkai, which was kind of cool. It was like, not mm-hmm. not what I would do personally, but they were like basically like werewolf sort of style, like demon possessed. Yeah. Um, and I think he was running them as runestorm demon brutes. Yeah, they, they were they were pretty tough. I managed to get them, but it was still like scary for a little bit. I'm just like, oh god, here they come. <laughs> yeah, were they, they they were they did they do it do anything? Like I yeah, was uh, I think uh, about that. I think they they were picking up a pretty good amount of uh, warders, but then eventually I like I I got they ran into my uh, terminators, and then those oh, guys yeah. just just like slapped oh, yeah. them belly. Yeah, do, that'll do it. You have solarite power gauntlets or thunder hammers? I can't remember. Both, five and okay, five. Yeah, the solarite power gauntlets just would annihilate them because they just kill them one hit. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, that that was that guy. He was a really cool dude. And then third match, like I said, it's one of Bill's crew. Uh, I forget his name, but like he was an Iron Warriors player. And then obviously, you know the the age old thing of like Iron Warriors is like, all right, Porfirin versus Last Cannon Squad. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna kill each other, and that's exactly what happened in game three and four. Because the fourth was also an Iron Warriors, and I, that one I remember. That was Gary. There was a lot of fucking Iron Warriors at that event. Was there five, I think? Yes. On Ezra. Yes. And that thirty um, out of thirty people. In their defense, the, the event is called Iron Within. So that was true. I did. I yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, of all the events to have a pile of Iron Warriors player, this is your chance, boys. Yeah, totally. Take a break after this. Yeah. Game four, I did a funny myself because like I. I looked at everything. I was just like, I'm not that afraid. Like the last cannon thing, if we trade with for firing, I'm whatever. That's part of the for the course. But then I got a little too cocky with my saves and my shields, so I stepped in front of a falchion. So I was just like, Ha! <laughs> yeah, what are you gonna do, do about that? And it's just like poof. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, oh, that gun's big. <laughs> it's almost like it's meant to kill titans. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, mean, I found out that that thing is the ultimate fucking dreadnought killer the other night. Apparently does three times D3 wounds to a contemptor. Oh, watch out, Jaime. <laughs> oh, God. Not him, because he's got Leviathans. Or he's got, sorry, he's Iron Hands. The one contemptor that won't do anything to him. God damn it. Oh. Fucking Iron Hands, you know. <laughs> okay. Way to go, Phil. <laughs> you did this, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow it's your fault. But yeah, that was my weekend. Oh, and overall, I, I had I had fun. I had fun, and I got to meet some cool dudes. And the lunch was god like, oh my god, that man, that lodge or wherever we were at, they can they can cook a burger, and the onion rings, ooh, très magnifique. Shout outs to Gilbert. <laughs> Even though he wasn't there, but hey, yeah, a little bit of some French on it. Mm-hmm. I guess it's worth pointing out too. They also, yeah, they provided lunch for us both days, uh, which was yeah, it was really fantastic. really awesome as part of the ticket price. Which whatever, that's a fucking steal for what yeah. it cost. I do want to say to anyone listening, like if you were sort of thinking about going to one of their events, that it's highly recommended. It's well run. Um, Bill does a really good job, and the venue is great. The mm. food is included, as was said. It's just like really easy to buy the tickets like unlike our events where we just do it through <laughs> e-transfer and shit that's like they've got just a storefront set up like fancy lads it's pretty good we're a little ghetto over here but hey it works and we're they're coming ghetto. Up. In the ghetto. They're coming up but bill he's got that he's got that southern hospitality down even though he's in edmonton but still he'll take <laughs> yeah. care of you that is i mean i forgot when side. i was in edmonton i forgot we were in canada Still, I literally called. I said we were in America at one point, but I may or may not have consumed a lot of edibles that day. Might have been. Oh so, boy, that house! Was just, we would have been arrested in the side of that house. <laughs> uh, too good. Uh, oh yes, yeah, so that's yeah. That was your. Those were your games. Yeah, that was mine. So over to you, Eric. Where did you play? Uh yeah. So I brought my Lampers Children Army. Same one I've been running mostly for a while, other than I finally got Lucius done for it uh, like a month or so before the he event. He was just Lucius. I mean, Luscious. Luscious Lucius. <laughs> um, it was nice not to have to paint anything, like, in, you know, the weeks, hours, and minutes before we had to leave. That's the best. Um, yeah, which it was nice. might be a first. Uh, it felt weird. Like, I kept thinking, like, I've forgotten something. Like, I fucked up something. Because... I should be painting for this event, but I was yeah I was ready and prepped, and that was that was great. Um, but yeah, as I've already kind of mentioned, I fucked up, and I started right out playing uh, Nanaimo James, um, but that was fine because he is a great dude. We had a super close game. He had his freaking Warhound Titan, which was terrifying because my list is mostly melee. My Lanny tank is from my Spartan and my Land Raider. And their last cannons. I did. I wasn't running any sun killers. Um. So struggled a it bit. Can be a spicy meatball. Yeah, I, to be honest, I mostly just ignored the. I fired a couple of shots at it and then just ignored it and let it let it do its thing. Yeah, I just tried. Kind of what I was Porphyrion. So I'm like, oh, I'm never gonna kill a Porphyrion unless I've got like an exact answer for it. So it's just like, oh, just stop shooting at it. Just <laughs> yeah, can't even kill it in six turns unless you have a lot of cannon squad which you never do yeah yeah you need something dedicated uh you're not gonna plank it i, I took some hall points off 
but it wasn't a lot. He also had a lot of dreadnoughts, um, which was also terrifying. Um, so it was definitely a slugfest. He was winning it pretty good, blew up my transports, but I managed to essentially get all my Lucius and his uh, Palatine Blades and then my Terminator squad kind of managed to get into... Co like they, they survived a shit ton of fire. I think he shot most of the Palatine Blades off the board um, after they killed his command squad. Oh, yeah. Titan. But Lucius, like, just hail married his invulnerable saves, and then he just jumped and joined in with the Terminator squad after. Oh, sick. And, um, he basically had... We had there was only one objective marker on that mission, like, right in the middle of the board. So that was what we had to fight over. And he, he had, like, two tactical squads, a breacher squad, and, like, two dreadnoughts, and a leviathan, like, all just kind of in almost like a U-shape around it. And I just strung my guys out and then did like a multi-charge into all his tactical marines and his uh, and his breachers. Oh, we got a wild tail. Hello. Whoa. What the hell? Ooh. Are you guys recording? Yes. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Join? <laughs> We're, going the We're going over the end. We're going over the end. doing nothing. Put your pants on. Oh god. There you go. <laughs> okay, continue continue, Tails. Tails here now. We'll continue okay. with your Yeah. Um Yeah, so I managed to uh yeah, string my dudes out, do a big charge on like the like the last second or last turn or something. Nuked pretty much all his like scoring dudes. One of them had to run away. The only surviving unit ran off the board. Or ran backwards. And then Lucius managed to charge and cut a Leviathan down in one turn. Which was oh, a fucking... kind of retarded. How much Leviathan was left on this Leviathan? It still had most of its wounds. He Jeez. just sliced and diced. That's I rolled a bunch of sixes to wound it, which is all Ooh. instant death on the Dreadnought. I like so that. That was great, which... Is it the, the best extra kills. Yeah, it was probably one of his, I think, the best games I had of him. And then he he also killed a little little dread. He had one of those little Castafarum Dreadnoughts. He also chopped, chopped that oh, thing. Oh, it's a little guy. In one round. Are you talking about Waddles? Yeah, yeah, it was Waddles. That was the one. Yeah, yeah, he uh, he sliced that up pretty good too, because he goes first as nice. well. So it's uh, and with that weapon skill, it, it makes it a little hard. dreadnought that couldn't. Yeah, pretty in that game it couldn't. But um, yeah, so I managed. I I I think it, we thought it was a tie because just whatever the points ended up being, but we weren't sure because he had one unit running away, and. If you're running away, you count as destroyed. So that one unit that was running, basically, that he had one chance to regroup and failed, and that one unit gave me one more point. That so it, it caused whatever the score was, like eleven ten or something. So like it came down to just like the crate, like just crazy last two turns, essentially of uh, just a very very close call. Good game though. Um, that's so funny because fun. like that's me and his game literally came down to that too, where it was like on the last turn. It was like I was completely surrounding him, but he had like one troop on this fucking point, and I literally shot the last unit that I had to shoot on the last turn. I was like, dude, if I if I don't kill this your one last model, you're gonna win the game. It was literally his last model. <laughs> it was like, yeah, super yeah, close was, like that. I like I was playing for a tie, basically. Like he was winning. I was playing for yeah. a tie, and then it just happened just due to luck. That I I won by a point and it was it was crazy. Wow, it was a really good game. Uh, That's awesome. Game two was against again because I fucked up and challenged what I thought was a space wolf that turned out to be Ooh. James, uh, the other James from Victoria and his Dark Angels. Um, 
that was not a very long game because he had a deep striking lion that uh ripped my shit and shot up in your butthole. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh deep striking lions. Uh, yeah, it's uh that's a lot There's not much think. defense against it, yeah. He's pretty scary. Yeah. No, I I, I, I fought the deep striking lion too and he did equal equally awful things to my butthole. <laughs> yeah, it was brutal. Um so very Easy, easy win for him uh, on that game, uh, for game two, uh, and then game three, with which I could barely hear while we were playing because we were like in the corner with the speakers, which was great, with the uh, the oldies listening to their music the whole time, because it's like a, not a, it's not a veterans hall or like a like a legion, but it's like a club for old people, <laughs> I it's guess. Fraternity of the Eagles, I'm sure, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, fraternity of the Eagles. I, I don't know if that's an Alberta thing. Yeah. No, we like it's like a Shriners club, essentially. Yeah, okay, yeah. I had asked the bartender at one point, like, is this a Legion? or It's the same vibe, though, to me, anyway, as, like, being at a Legion or something, um, which is fine. Yeah, it felt like a Legion. Mm-hmm. Definitely felt like a Legion. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so I played one of the locals, finally, after my third attempt. Uh, managed to get a game with a local in. Uh, named Tyler, I believe it was. He was playing Ultramarines. Um, super cool dude. Uh, really, really the kind of game I was wanting to have, nice and relaxed. Especially by you know, game three on a day is always so fucking tiring. Like you're already exhausted by the time you get there. So it was nice that it was very low effort. Um, and yeah, it was a another good close game. Just it was a total brawl, and it again it came down to both of our last turns where it was like just really lucky breaks on his like on well for me anyway because he. You know, charged him a unit with a Praetor and then whiffed it and he broke and fell back and his only capture his only unit that could capture I managed to get Lucius into and chop them up and then stand on the objective basically the very last turn. So again it was it was just a really super close the points too were like those are like the best was, games, right? It's like yeah, that's why I was narrow, so stoked. narrowly one victory. Yeah, so to have two of those games in one day was good. Because again it was down to I think one or two points. It was it was very close. Um, for another win, which two wins at one event might be was probably my record already at that point. I was already on. I was having a good time already. After day one, we're like, who is this man? <laughs> what has he done? It was uh, yeah. yeah. Those damn James. My boy, my boy has turned into a man. <laughs> a man. Um, and then yeah, the second day I fucked up again and almost played Teo uh, because there was like I said there was two blood angels <sighs> on the board. And I was like, 50-50, because I couldn't tell which one was Teo's and which was the other Good guy. Good channel, your inner Jeremy, and like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but uh, yeah, like, I got to the board, and then me and Teo were like, what the fuck, what are we doing? The, but luckily, the other Blood Angel player, I think, was like, right beside you? Or right beside us. And we're like, hey, do you guys just want to do a swap? And I think the other two were both Edmonton guys. Uh, so that was great, because I think Teo got to play... The other world leader player, which was a super cool guy, and he was brand new, and then I got to play uh, the other Blood Angel player that was there. Um, he was, I think, I don't know, he was not newer to the game, but newer to, I guess, 2.0. Like, they were doing, a lot of the guys in Bill's group were doing a, like, a bit, like, a escalation uh, league. Like, they were all, you could, right. you could tell some of those armies were, like, a starter box that's been added to. Yeah. Um, and this was one of those, uh, this was, this game was kind of a blowout, and my favor i he had no special characters which already i felt kind of dirty having idol or having uh lucius because i was like oh he's just gonna 
Lucius is going to rip some buttholes. Um, <laughs> but he, he had an interesting bloody Rip and tear, that, baby. <laughs> yeah, pretty. And he did. Um, I think in this <laughs> one, he killed a Dreadnought, a Chaplain, Jesus. Uh, a Praetor. And is he that good? He's, he's a monster. He's pretty good. Um, I'm pretty sure the only he like preferred obviously, enemy in the unit, right? So your unit yeah, has like, preferred enemy characters with him. Yep, that's it's, sick. Uh, it's pretty good. Love that. Um, but yeah, he had the, he had a cool blood angel list where I, I I don't know what the right of war is. Tail probably knows where it's like if you are sitting on the objective with a bigger I think at like half strength or something is the uh, right of war yeah it's if you're on the objective you gain like feel no pain and stubborn yeah that was it and I think when you're hurt like when your squad has been reduced or something you gain it like or maybe you just get it all the time I I think when you're down to 50 percent you gain all these bonuses yeah so like it takes tactical squads and makes them this like little unmovable block like he held me up in combat for what right of like, war is this? Or like what what legion is this? This is the blood angel. Blood angel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay, the cool. troop more focused. So the Dave Revolution okay. is their deep strike army, and then they have Saws, which is their objective based right of war. Oh right, it's just funny, you know. I guess you just don't see a lot of blood angels armies, but they all seem to use the fucking. Yeah, it's not what I expected. One. So that's nice. It was cool. Yeah, it was a, yeah. and it worked for him pretty well. Like he, like so he held Lucius in combat for like. I think four rounds of combat, like two full turns, yeah. um, just with a tactical awesome. squad, and then then a contender. It'd be really good against Primarchs because you could just hold yeah. them up too. Like it's just so hard to break you. Like as long years. as you can roll, you know, decent with your uh, morale, because you're probably gonna lose. Well, all you have to do is just not fall back, right? I mean, so yeah, I mean, put um, them with a chaplain or something, or whatever, make them leadership ten and stubborn. You know, going anywhere. Yeah, like it was. It was pretty cool. Um, this is one of those missions where you scored every turn. Um and yeah, I, it was kind Ooh, of a blowout though. I was able to, I was able to flank around on a couple objectives in camp while I was pushing him off his. So, I think it was like thirteen to four or something. At the you end. heard it here first, tactical genius Eric Prospero Burns. <laughs> He's really getting into the the really faction, like the Blood Angel or the Emperor's Children. Bean, Bean was a super cool dude. Uh, I also forgot his name because I can't remember anybody's names. Uh. Was Darren or Damien? And it was spelt weird. That's all I can remember. It was not a spelling I had seen before. It was Daryl. Maybe it was Dick. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a D. But uh, anyway, Diamond. Good dude. Diamond. Hey, it's <laughs> Diamond me, Diamond Dallas Page. Diamond Dallas. Did you play against Diamond Dallas Page? I I might have. <laughs> Did he give you the GDP? He threw up points? Those, the Diamond Hands. Nice. But he no, there was no DD, no no yoga or anything. So you know, aww. Uh, but yeah, uh, game five, like I said, was a bit of collusion to play the guy that you had played, uh, which again, forgot the name, uh, the Salamanders player, yeah. which again was a super, super close game again for, for the end. I think we were actually the last table playing, um, while everyone else was like putting away tables and we're sitting there trying to like sweat it out at the last moment. Cause there was yeah. an objective in the center and it was like, it just came down to like trying to push some Salamanders off the objective. Um, yeah. which I couldn't couldn't manage to get him off in the end. I, I kind of, I fucked up by forgetting completely that I couldn't get out of my rhino and charge. So I was like, oh, I'll just keep him in the rhino until the end and then get out and charge in. And then I realized as I was in the assault phase, I was like, oh no, <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> the tactical genius has worn off. <laughs> <laughs> so, and also Lucius got his face melted by uh, a squad of pyroclasts, which are, God, they're a scary unit. 
It's hard to know what to do with them. When Whenever you charge them, you're like, oh god. Yeah, because yeah, I, I yeah, had what no... you need to do to them is shoot them and never go closer, go close to them, basically, or they charge kinda, them yeah. with cataphracty. They had Lucius. But then they and still have melted guns. Yeah, they still yeah, they're terrifying. Like they had Lucius and Squad kind of pinned in the corner, and it was like, well, I've got no choice. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I I ended up charging the tactical squad beside them, and then killed them. Because apparently I didn't realize you could. I was gonna. I was like, oh, maybe I can multi-charge the tactical squad and get them too. But if you do that, yeah. the both the squads can Overwatch you. And I was like, oh, well, that's not gonna. That's not good for anybody. So double Overwatch from Salamander sounds like a bad time. Yeah. So I took the glory and you know killing the the tactical sergeant. And I was like, all right, that's all I'm gonna get. And then watch it. Lucius says it's when Eric reached into his pocket, pocket and pulled out his secret second list and was like, actually, this guy <laughs> is a telepathy librarian. Oh, sorry, you can't react. God, that would have been helpful. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, it was it was really fun. He was super chill. Uh, again, I think he was actually newer to the game. Uh, yeah, started last yeah, year. He was. Yeah, I think he yeah. actually was from, got into because of Alex. Yeah. So yeah, yeah super. Super nice guy. He reminded me a lot of Gilbert in his style. Like he was just, like I said, really nice, laid back. Even his army paint job and scheme. Well, I mean, it's Salamanders, but I don't know. It, to me, it, the army almost looked just like Gilbert's too. I thought, like same basing with the lava and everything. Yeah, it was also some brighter green instead of a darker green. Yeah, like it was that same kind of green as Gilbert's, which so all around I thought that was kind yeah, of yeah, using lots of inks and stuff. I think that was a lot of it. The uh, yeah. the scheme. I don't know if Gilbert does that as well, but it's might. Yeah, it was a yeah, nice looking army. And again, so good way to finish it. Like I said, we we were the last friggin' table because we took fucking forever just to try to maneuver our guys around for the like perfect ending. But um, yeah, he took that in the end by holding this. He, I think he had two tactical marines left that managed to hold the objective. I I couldn't push him off. I'm like no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was. Salamander's way, baby. Live yeah. by the flame, die by the flame. Stay away from pirate class because it's so Yeah, unless you've got a divination librarian, which yeah, the one time true. I charged them, I happened to. Poor Gilbert. Oh, well, there you go. Must be nice. Must yeah. be nice. Well, Teos here. How were uh, how were your games? Um, my games were uh, they were good. Um, people were not the biggest thing. That I figured out was the Edmonton crowd really likes their gun lines. And when you do a bunch of deep striking into their face, turn one and turn two, it's not a super fun time for them. <laughs> they just um, weren't ready for the raw sex appeal you're unleashing their little lines. <laughs> um, my first game was against Solar Ox. Um, and they had a Warhound and they had a ton of just bodies. But, uh, I had a, a Montat with double and throws pistols, deep striking right in front of a Warhound with a Leviathan, just took it out in one round. Jesus. Um, and then by the time my Terminators, like the Terminators just were, could, were pretty much untouched by they'd run into a unit, wipe out the unit, and then keep going to the next unit because strength three dudes with no close call weapons don't really hurt cataphracty Terminators with two wounds and a full pain in combat. Yeah, yeah. So um, it makes um, your one opponent. She took it well, but that game was done probably by end of turn three, turn four. And then um, my second game was playing against Iron Warriors. Um, that guy he played his 
Kurkarovo really well and really smart, but the rest of the army was BD striking down, um, just constantly pinning his last cannon squad or making it run. So he had a 10 man last cannon squad that didn't do anything the whole game. And that was his big, like, ranged push. Um, I also saw a lot of Warwind Scorpiuses that, that whole weekend. Yeah. Um, they were super popular, but yeah, we just deep strike down and then jump on them. Um, the Crimson Paladins, man. What, when you first read them, you're like, oh, this thing's kind of four. But then you start getting into games with them, and they do a lot of work. Way more work than I was expecting against certain things. Like, five of them deep struck down and killed two Scorpiuses in one round of combat because their swords are strength four with Sunder and rending five up. Yeah. And then... Yeah, they're just not good. An- they're not good anti-terminator units. No, everything else, else they have no problems with. Um, all weekends. Yeah. Oh, uh, one who was captain. I'm going to eat dreadnoughts all weekend. Sounds about right. Yeah, just so you just uh, if he charges a dreadnought. Ralderon is insane. I, I honestly think Ralderon is the best character for his points in the game. 480 it's points. He's ridiculous how cheap he is. Yeah. He's so fucking good for 180 points. It's like so, so good for 180 points. It's I he's probably under costed for 180 points. It's so not so good he is. I'm okay with it though because he's cool. He's just but he's he is costed that really good. He can't a jump pack, so it feels counterintuitive for Blood Angels. So you know, yeah, I, like, so. I just yeah. threw him in a with a Ophirium Court Squad. Right. But, um, yeah, he just would just run into Dreadnoughts and be like, okay, I'm going to charge you. I Furious Charge 2, so I'm Strength 6 base. My sword gives me plus 1, now Strength 7. I get plus 1 to my rune rolls, and I have Murder Strike 5 up and Shred, so. Yeah, that's insane. That's it's a real so cool good, Dreadnought man. you got. Oh, I'm going to be Weapon Skill 7 or 8, depending if I'm in a challenge. <laughs> so, kill Dreadnoughts. He did die. Um... He got a uh, uh, smacked in the head by Perter Elvis Hammer, but <laughs> Punk. He went and he wiped out the rest of his squad, and then Perter was like, "Punk." I'm done with this. Twelve <laughs> hammers aren't good on the head. Yeah, and, and uh, twelve thunder hammers aren't good for anybody except for no, they're not. They're wielders. Yeah, and so yes, that won the second game. Um, the guy was not used to playing deep striking. So I had to explain a lot of like how it kind of all runs down. Uh, I don't think he realized that deep striking units cause pinning. Oh yeah. So that's a lesson to learn. That's a big lesson to learn. Very strong. Yep. Uh, and then my third game, I played the Raven Guard, the Trader Raven Guard player. I think it's Aaron. Or Alex. Yeah. Loves Alex. Yeah. Alex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he also had a wacky deep strike army, just like I did. But his deep striking got disordered, Oof. and all went into the corner. That's never good. Oh yeah, he told me about that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was just able to clear off the center of the table, um, and then walk towards the, the corner where he was trying to get out of. But um, most people would try to kill my uh, assault cannon squads. And Alex is like, oh, I'm not going to shoot those. They don't seem that scary. It's just like walking around going, here's 40 shots, 40 shots, 40 shots. 
And then so my third game, pretty tired at that point. We we're both just like beat, so we just would sit in the chair for like 10, 15 minutes before doing anything in our turns. But like now we've got time, just give us a minute. <laughs> and so yeah, that was day one. I drank a bunch of gin and tonics. Yeah. That was my day drink. And then day two, I played my first game was against... What was it against? I'm trying to remember. Oh, that was against the World Leaders player that Eric, me and Eric were accidentally going to play. Yeah. And then I played the World Leaders player, and he was a lot of fun because... Um, he's just like, I just want to get in a fight as soon as possible, so that's what we did. <laughs> we didn't, there was no tactics, it was just, can we throw throw bodies into things? Um, but his bodies did not survive my bodies, so he lost, uh, but he was super keen on, like, asking about rules. Um, I had Deathstorm drop pods this, that, that whole weekend, and people were like, these things just seem like so much fun. They're not great, yeah, but it seemed like I so really want them. I was like, very excited by the prospect of getting them after that event. I completely forgot about that. I thought they were kind of mad at first, but I found out when they shoot, they shoot four targets. Yeah. I just like the pinning. They're just cool, and they're pinning, too. It is exactly. just, so they, they, they cross pinning, then they shoot. And they come down turn pinning. one, right? Yeah, they automatically come down turn yeah. one. There's no rule for it. Pretty just good. come down. I like that. And th yeah. they also make a drop list more possible because, like, you can have stuff that is coming in from reserve. That's yeah, so you don't have to go purely drop pot assault list. You can mix and match and do... That's what I did, because I didn't take a right of war for my Blood Angels list at all. I just yep. put the drop pods in their, their drop pod deep strike, and I put my deep strikers in their own deep strike thing, so it was all multiple waves of deep striking down and pinning things. Yeah, that's a really strong list. Um, yeah. I've played Deep Strike lists, but I've never played Deep Strike lists that, like, with my Black Reaving list, I can only bring so much in Deep Strike. Some of it has to stay, start on the table. But also, yeah. like, I'm playing a lot of stuff that can't, like, if it's coming in from Reserve and a Dreadclaw, I can't Assault. So the fact that you've got those Dreadnoughts that can just come in from Reserve and Assault, it's like, it's a lot. Yeah, the Incendious Dreadnoughts, yeah, they, they're yeah. here, because, yeah, they come they're down so with good. two five-man Crimson Thunderland squads, and they just run into whatever they need to. And the Blood Angels advanced reaction, which is, like, if you shoot me, I charge you. So you're just, like, parking yeah. right in front of people, like, the Freedom Court squad will just stand in front of, like, your Dreadnought or Leviathan and You'll, or whatever, and you'll instinctively shoot it. I'm like, okay, I'll advance reaction. I'm going to charge you, and I'm going to butcher you in combat because well, yeah. it's just just going to dumpster you. Then yeah. I think the only thing they don't like is like thunder hammer, kind of fracty command squads. Oh yeah, <laughs> but I don't think anybody <laughs> likes fighting those. No, they're scary. They're very scary. Um, so that was my that was that game. Um, he he was stoked because yeah he's a newer player. He was asking a ton of questions, um, especially like because he's playing world leaders about like what to assault and when to assault, and that's yeah. not necessarily like charging turn one, but making sure that you can do a big sweep for those turns and understanding this full potential of his like uh, chaplain and how much it can actually do. Yeah. His army too was gorgeous, and it looked—you know—it's yeah, funny. We're saying the other guy 
looked a lot like Gilbert, and like this guy's army, it looked almost exactly like Richard's. Like if you put them yeah, it looked side, a lot like Richard's. It, it was like the same blue. blue. That like more of a gray wash with like um, weather effects. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But he was stoked, and he I I think he bought a ticket for um, our November event because he was really excited for that. Oh, did he? Nice. Yeah, awesome. so because he played, he played. Um, we do have a salamander, or oh no, you're talking about the world leaders guy. Nice, yeah, yeah, cool. guy, yeah. So he was really excited to come out in November because he's like, it's really not that far. Like, if you guys drove it, it means it's not like <laughs> it, it's long, but it's not long. If that makes any sense, but yeah, yeah. for sure. And so he, he, he played James as well, and him and James had a lot of fun as well. So. Nice. Um, and then my last game, uh, Gary Gale, he, he he wanted to play me so bad. He's like, I want to play your list. I want to learn how to play against a deep strike army. I was like, okay. So I put my model down. He found it. We found a table. We grabbed a beer before we started our game. And then we get into the mission. And that mission was pretty wacky, especially if you're a loyalist. Yeah. As probably, right, yeah. yeah, like you have, because... When you played, you really found out, like, oh, you're, all your phalanx warders have now a feel of pain that you can't get rid of? Yeah, it's basically <laughs> having the apothecary without the apothecary. Yeah, but it's even more so. It doesn't go away from instant death or anything. Mm -hmm. And so, although, like, yeah. Although we had a gentleman's agreement. Well, it wasn't a gentleman's agreement, but I kind of, like, said it myself. I was just like, I know that's the cheesy thing that you get from the apothecary, so I'm yeah. not going to use it. If he shoots it and I'll just use my invuln, fail it, I just won't use it. Yeah. Because so, it was last game, and he was a cool dude. So I was like, yeah, you went. This seems a bit weird. He's like, no, no, let's do what this scenario says. Like, okay. And I had my assault squads on the table, turn one. Oh, for my Blood Angels list, I had three assault squads start on the table, turn one. They didn't deep strike down. So 30 Marines on the table. Most things actually can't. I always want, want night fight. Um, most people can't kill them all, turn one. And then, yeah, you just hide them. Yeah, you just you hide them, and then yeah, you, exactly. you, just run out, you just fly your 12. And they're and fast, so, yeah. So, uh, they hid, and then he did, because he deployed on both sides, because um, he, he had the falchion, and so the falchion shows up, kills, like, six marines on his turn, so I went first, then he goes, and it was my turn, too, and then my crimson paladins came in, and um, and then charged the falchion. Oh no, I had what five crimson paladins start on the table for him to be like, I'm gonna shoot them. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, he shot them with his speeders, and I did my oh no, he shot them with a dreadnought, and I did my blood angels reaction and killed the dreadnought on his <laughs> turn on turn one. They advanced, go and went towards the falchion. So my turn two, they charged the falchion, and the five crimson paladins wiped out the falchion in one round of combat. Powerful, crazy. Because he didn't move, so they all got auto hits. Yeah, yeah, just rending five up, shred uh, was sunder, just kind of ripped the falchion. But he's like, wow, that was not worth the points. And then, uh, yeah, just the uh, His weakling squad just wouldn't die though. I just kept passing every single damn cover save. Didn't matter what I threw at it. Mm. Yeah, I shot that recon squad with poor firing, and they still wouldn't die as well. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, I need some of those. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just sitting in cover being like, I'm a 50-50 chance of dying or living here. 
Um, so we finished that game, but we finished the game pretty quick. So we spent like the last like hour and forty something minutes for that round just talking Blood Angels lists. Right. That's what he yeah. wants to play next is Blood Angels. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, didn't lose a game that weekend. Again, uh, everyone had gun lines and they just weren't ready to get deep struck on that hard and combat immediately. And yeah, that was it. Blood Angels, uh, they're better than they look on paper. Yeah. That's good to hear. Yeah, I think they're, they mirror Sons of Horus a lot, actually. They do. That plus one to your wound roll and not your strength actually end up comes in handy more than I thought it would. Yeah, because it's like against higher toughness shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like oh strength four, I'm still winning on fives. It's nice. It's super nice. And so yeah. Awesome. But yeah, no, uh, that was a good list. I've already added more to it. I just ordered Sanguinius. Oh nice. He, I was reading the rules, man. He's really just not that great. Like, yeah. Well, this is a great segue into our next uh, actual portion. <laughs> it's almost like we did. Uh, I got to. I actually got to fight, like Sanguinius. Um. Yeah. So that's that's awesome, though. So I guess that with that recap of the uh, Edmonton event, uh, one important thing that we managed to Ooh. watch both super bad. Yes. Yes. And. Yes. Yes. Uh, twenty was it was it twenty one twenty two Jump Street did we watch twenty two yeah twenty twenty one Jump Street brothers and Step Brothers oh, all Steph in the yeah. same weekend while yeah. high on edibles and drunk on beer. It was a great it's time. What did we do? Yes. Um, Gilbert is Will Ferrell's character from Step Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I've traveled five hundred yeah. miles to give you my seat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So good uh, though, but yes, that was probably the their actual highlight of the event was watching Stoner movies in a group at the Airbnb. It was so good. Just everybody finger popping each other's assholes. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Also, we did. Yeah. Uh, Martin is vacation Stanley. Oh, that's right. Yeah, heard about that lore. <laughs> Try yeah. fast, yeah. And a beautiful corpse. <laughs> with a beautiful corpse. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Do you guys talk nice. about the trap house and how everything was falling apart? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mentioned all the, all the <laughs> yeah. handles falling off, and uh, it was a uh, it was an interesting yeah, house. Falling off, like, <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, a lot better than our last Airbnb, but uh, it was it was a decent place. Yeah, it was fun. It's great. Yeah, for- it was it was great for an Airbnb. It was a house I'd be pissed if I lived in because it seemed cheaply built. But <laughs> yeah, for Airbnb, that house. it was great. Yeah, exactly. That was awesome. Wait for like, yeah. seven dudes who are just like tired and <laughs> want to do edibles and sleep in a bed. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Yeah, lots of space. Um... <laughs> but yeah, so last, last weekend, uh, me, Marty, and uh, Eric all went up to the Spire. Um... Which was right pretty early. fucking awesome. Right and early. Yeah, we went there just for the for a day trip. And uh we each brought up an army and each had a game, which was pretty dope. Um yeah. So does anyone want to sort of start with their sort of experience there or well we gotta talk I... about the the delicious elephant in the room before we got to the spire. <laughs> and, and he's not talking about Teo. Yeah. Well, 
Well, yeah, no, 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 not, not today, anyways. Like, before that, we, we had planned the ferry because we wanted to hit up this delicious place that sells like Japanese baked goods and all kinds of Japanese food. Like anything you would think, like get it out of your mind because this is way better. And John was doubting us. He was just like, oh my God, where are these weebs going to take us or take me? I wasn't and, doubting you. I just didn't know what the hell this was. You just kept saying Japanese stuff. But you did call us weebs. You did do that. Anyways, yeah, we went there. We had some breakfast. I bought like $100 worth of goods in there, which is some Jijin stuff. But, you know, I, I got to support them. So if you're ever in Vancouver, Kendall Japanese Bakery, you got to hit that up. Anyway, back to our yeah, story. Yeah, super good. We bought a lot of baked goods. Yeah, I spent about 45 bucks there. We probably paid their staff wages for the day. On our way back, we hit up this little place in Pamloops that was just like ramen and cutlet food. Nice. Oh, yeah, those pictures look good. Real good. Nice. It was like Rob's noodle and cutlet, right. like that. <laughs> Rob's Japanese place. <laughs> That's great. It was delicious. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, yeah, that was really good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I'll just I'll echo his statement. They are very good. They're in Vancouver on East Hastings. If you're ever in the area, you should pop by. They're great. A good area of East Hastings, not the one that sells you uh, meat on the street that you don't know where it came from. That well, that's true. You just go a couple blocks and you can get all that you want. But yeah, after that, then we hit up the Spire and then we got some gamings in. I think John played uh, Cam with his Blood Angels. Eric played Brennan with his Thousand Sons? Thousand Sons. Thousand Sons, yeah. And then I played, I forget the guy's name, but I played a uh, Custodes player. So I've yeah. never played a Custodes player. I've never even seen Custodes on the table. So that was that was a treat for me because I was just like, okay, let's see what these guys do. Everybody's scared of them. But, Super different, yeah. But, but you know me, smoke weed. Come at me, bro. <laughs> and like I, I had brought a modified list from the Edmonton. So I dropped poor fire in. Because I put him in retirement because he's my go-to. So I'm trying to build list without using him as a crutch. So in his stead, I think I put... Uh, I used some of my Mechanicum units. I put a Thanatar Calyx with Paragon of Metal. Uh, the Archmagos Prime that had a conversion beamer. So he was just going to sit in the back and snipe. And then a squad of uh, Thalax cohorts. And I was just going to deep strike no matter what. If there was no vehicles, then they're just going to try and kill somebody. And... Because I, I thought the model looks cool, and Eric was kind enough to supply it, or for let me borrow it, was a Vindicare assassin. So I used the, the sniper guy. So I'm just like, all right, I'll start picking people off left and right. I could, against custodians, it didn't work that well because some <laughs> bullshit saves or Can't whatever. See me. You were trying to shoot Janisha Kroll, I think, weren't you? Well, yeah, that some... too. Where I was just like, no, why isn't she dead? I have a sniper. Look at me. But either way, <laughs> like, yeah, it, it was a fun game. It, it took a while because for the longest time, it's like, he can't hurt me. I can't hurt him. So we're just like, all right, just slapping each other around. But the deciding yeah. factor was not one of my Phalanx Warders. Phalanx Warders uh, squad died. He, they got wiped because they ran away. And then after that, I was just like, oh, crap. I probably shouldn't have said it was illegal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And yeah, well, it was a pretty fun game. I managed to get some Imperial Fist dice, so you know, Jeremy, Fine. hey, uh, eat poo poo. I have my dice. Yeah, Jeremy. Yeah, special Jeremy that never listens to the show. Eat yeah, poo-poo. that one. You're listening now if we keep telling, saying how much we trash talked in this episode. 
<laughs> yeah, that was my game. What about you? What about, well, first, well, we'll work, we'll work up to John. What about you, Eric? That's right, because John had a fucking he had a moment. This was a you know, his second coming. This visit. Oh, so much coming. Yeah, those stains of the thing I coach will never keep removed. Goose, goose, um, goose. But yeah, uh, goose, no, goose, I played. Goose. I played Brennan. I was lazy and just packed the same list I had brought to Edmonton. Because I didn't really know what we was gonna do when we got to the spire, we didn't really plan it out too much. Other than well, you yeah. Cam did, but the, uh, the rest of us didn't. Um, yeah, but yeah. Brendan like, right away was like, "Yeah, let's have a rematch." Because last time, last time we went out there, uh, me and him played a game, uh, and he managed to pin me into oblivion with his thousand suns. So we did a little rematch. He was nice enough not to bring the mega pinning thousand suns uh, this time, and instead brought another wacky. Thousand Suns list, including a, uh, uh, what is it, the Glaive, which, whew, that thing sucks ass, which is a shame. They really pooped cool on it. Model, but God, yeah, is it terrible. That thing hard. Yeah, it's last the, cannons. If it didn't, like, <laughs> if fucking Lookout Sir didn't work the way that it does, or not Lookout Sir, but if you could just tank on Artifice of Armor, it would actually be okay. Because you just shoot it at, like, tactical squads and heavy weapons squads but yeah it's rough yeah it's unfortunate uh, although in, in his case it kind of worked out because i my only again like the event my only <laughs> he won because it didn't kill anything <laughs> yeah uh my last cannon all i had was the land raider and the spartan for any tank so um yeah which they both got blown up and i was like oh well i guess i'm not hurting the glaive uh at one point near the end, I tried to charge it with Terminators. Like, I ran at him, and then he was like, I'm just going to move React back. Oh. So then I couldn't, couldn't even charge it. I just had to watch it run away. That was kind of depressing. Um, it's last cannons did some heavy lifting. But, uh, yeah, that gla the Glaive, it shot my tactical squad, which I, I almost just kind of was like, you know, give, give, give him a reason to, to use the thing. And uh, so he shot the tactical squad and killed, like, ten dudes. Um... That was about it with it. He tried shooting Terminators, he shot the Palatine Blades, he shot <sighs> multiple things, and that beam didn't do a goddamn thing. It might have killed two other guys, I think, the rest of the game. <laughs> it was, yeah, that's rough. It was sad. Um, but yeah, it was uh, mostly one-sided up to his favor. He, he did a great job. He had the... He was, this, this game, unlike our previous one, he was actually passing like every psychic check. Other than his one oh, yeah. trying to do... Uh, Trying to do telekinetic dome and kept failing and hurting himself. Um, yeah. But he had this one squad. It was, uh, I don't know if they're actually the tactical support, but they have a different type of plasma. Uh, I think it's the Thousand Sun thing. Um, and he had Armin yeah, in there. So basically. Rifles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're like, I think, I think they're one strength. They're strength less. six, AP four, rending six up. Yeah, that's you it. You can pass a psychic check to make them plus two strength so yeah. that they become strength eight. Yeah, he was he was juicing them, and then he was juicing them like Scary. he was doing three psychic checks every time he fired them to like juice them three different ways. Um, so they were, but he really? was, he passed the, every every time I think he did that with that squad with Armin in it. They didn't fail once, and like he every turn was like pass, pass, pass. I was like Jesus. Christ. Was he doing the thing that gives them like precision strike? One yeah, of the powers. So. I think that oh, was crazy. it as well. It's technically um, better than precision strike because it's you choose what wound the, the model has to take so if you roll a six like, okay 
take your AP two strength eight shots. Yeah, exactly. Or apothecary. Yep. Yeah, it was. Um, really they were very strong. effective. They messed up the tank pretty good just with all that rending. Uh, I think they blew up one of them. I forget which one. Um, and then yeah, they nuked the Palatine blades uh, really well. So it was a terrifying squad. Although I didn't realize at first that it was only rending six up. I thought it was like a, you know, a four up. So he just kind of got lucky on like his first couple of volleys, and then after that, there was more just like a regular plasma. Um, so I probably should have went after them harder than I did, but I got scared and ran away because I they did so much damage. Um, but yeah, Lucius didn't got do scared. a lot in that game. He just got shot to shit by all these running. He also had he t- he took Pride of the Legion and did uh. Uh, like veterans, that veterans, gave them ne- nemesis, nemesis Yeah, yeah. And he was casting that power to make them run all the t- like they could move an extra like six inches. So they were flying around the board, shooting their sniper rifles. Crazy. They have relentless. It was a pretty neat. It was a fun, a fun list to watch in action. And he, That's he what I like playing. about Brennan's lists. They're really atypical, but they're really interesting, unique answers. To, yeah. yeah, but they're good I mean, lists because they are the an- They're the answer to like things like. Death Star lists like they don't they just kind of don't even like play on the same sc- scope <laughs> you yeah, know like he's, you're yeah you're over there playing checkers and he's playing fucking 3D chess on your head and that's uh it's tight I like yeah. it um, and you can't you can't cool. accuse him of being like oh you, you got some new models for uh just to you know get a better list because that guy paints so fucking slow that he it's just like, this is what he's got and he makes it work yeah exactly so, um that's why so, you know you gotta respect it. It's cool. Um, but yeah, he he ran around the board like crazy and got my shit up pretty well. Uh, it was mostly his game, but it was it was a good time. It's Brennan. Can't have a bad game with Brennan. That's awesome. So nothing but fun. And then just played the one game, and that felt just kind of hung out the rest of the day while you and Cam were duking it out. But uh, yeah, maybe you should say the whole really the whole reason why we even went to this bar in the first place uh, was for you to pick something up. That at this point. When people listen to this, it's already been posted everywhere, but... Yes. Go ahead. Yes. So, yeah, uh, this was pretty cool because uh, Brennan kind of had messaged me a few months ago, and he was just like, hey, man, I think you should, uh, instead of... Because I think I had assumed that he was going to mail me for us, but he was like, maybe you should just come pick him up because I think it'd be, like, uh, cooler if you came and picked him up. And I was like, you know what? Sure, I'll... uh, That'd be fun. It was just like, okay, I'll get some stuff painted in time. And uh, yeah, so I planned out this big 5,000K game with um, Cam, which was just awesome. But I went up there and I just, I didn't know if Horus was going to be done. I actually didn't think he was going to be done. So I brought my original, my normal Horus there and I messaged Cam the night before and I was like, just so you know, if Horus isn't done, like I'm gonna basically be playing my original one, and I'm gonna down my army by 400 points because I refuse to play him as Horus ascended. And um, yeah, and the thing it was, as soon as I opened the door, it was like it was such a pleasant surprise because I really because because AJ was planning to go like in a week or two, so I had honestly thought Brennan was gonna try and get him ready for AJ to grab him and bring him back to me. So I I walked in and I could see that Brennan had his like camera in his hand and I was like, oh, and he had like a big smile on his face and I was like, oh, shit. And uh, yeah, it was awesome. So he gave me like the big reveal of Horus. He had him all set up on his uh, um, painting table with like a really nice light and like a backdrop over him. And 
just on full display with this like crazy 80 millimeter like puck thing that raises the model up like four or five inches to make it look even more awesome and um yeah it was really awesome it was fucking the coolest thing marty actually took video of, <laughs> of the reveal and like oh you had to it was, it was just great. mandatory to get catch that uh what is it hallmark <laughs> moment <laughs> it was pretty cool i do appreciate that thank you um yeah so then me and cam had this crazy game and he brought like uh probably 3500 points of blood angels and i brought or sorry and he brought about 1500 points of um iron hands and then i brought 5000 points pure sons of horus um and it was kind of cool because our lists sort of mirrored each other's lists whilst not mirroring each other but there was like a lot of sort of good counterpart stuff so he had this list that was just like a you know some uh immortals on the table and like a leviathan dreadnought for the blood angels and then like a heavy uh, volkite culverin squad for the iron hands and then everything else was deep striking in so he had like sanguinius and a couple of salt squads and like um oh yeah he also had some warlock terminators with his uh uh Ar i think his name is artemis or Ar arius yeah arius or something I believe uh his like praetor character that challenges everybody and, and usually beats everyone um which was super cool and and then yeah like just a shit ton of salt squads um what else? He had a storm eagle and a fire raptor, and it was just a bunch of deep striking stuff. He was using the blood angels, day of revelations, right at war, I believe. And uh, yeah, I had this like heavy black reading list, and it was like a lot of black and red. The only stuff in the army that wasn't black and red was the two tactical squads. I was I took every single thing. Other thing was I had a Spartan with a gigantic unit of. Um, uh, chieftain or sorry of ravers and a uh, chaplain which was really cool i had a unit of uh, just aaron they look dope yeah i'm really excited to try them they seem great very excited they actually seem like a fun unit um yeah and then the just there i had a five unit man or five man just aaron unit <clears throat> with a praetor and a land raider and then I had a, a unit of just Aaron deep striking, uh, two dreadnoughts deep striking, Horus ascended deep striking, and then I had a couple of uh, five man squads of like Weaver um, aggressors that were just on the table, kind of moving up with the other stuff. And uh, yeah, it was a really good game. So like he deep struck in first, I deep struck in second. He actually. Um, rolled this murder on his deep strike but i was just looking for a cool game to pair things off with so like for me it was perfect because i literally just placed all his stuff in areas where like we could make the cool matchups happen which was really cool so we got to like do like uh this awesome fight it was literally his praetor with five morlocks against my uh, Sons of Horus Praetor and Five Just Aaron, which was like one of the coolest face offs I've ever gotten to do in the game. It was just like same points, same like, you know, whatever. And then our Praetors just like fought in a challenge for three rounds until um, one, one eventually. 
and then uh yeah so it was pretty pretty awesome but yeah horus ascended is very 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 scary <laughs> like it was ridiculous that character he is so fucking strong like yeah he just kind of walks through like anything he charges it's just gone just like that gone um by the end of that game he managed to kill um uh, an entire assault squad and a praetor in one round of combat he then moved on to a leviathan honestly rolled like shit so it took him two rounds to kill it which is still funny in the context of that that was rolling like shit to kill a leviathan in two rounds um and then he ended up killing he got sanguinius down to one wound but we had to kind of call it early and i'll be honest like he had taken three wounds at that point too from sanguinius the next round it was pretty much like a foregone conclusion that he was going to kill sanguinius but in reality like if that game had gone to the end he was probably going to kill an entire squad of dawnbreakers and sanguinius on top of <laughs> on top of a leviathan and assault squad and a prey it's over the tour so it was definitely a pretty cool showing uh which it should be for a thousand points but yeah just just really cool because it feels he feels like the most pow- the powerful being that he should feel he like, like you know. what's that he does feel like a thousand points he seems like i i don't know man he seems like he's worth a thousand points to me i think an average four thousand point list i don't know what they he is so unbelievably tough and strong like he's good at everything he's very fast he can deep strike in your face like i don't know i'm sure you could kill him at four thousand points of of the game what's that his limitation is how long you can play for (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) that's really like and it's like that's a thing because you shoot at him like he's like almost immune to most shooting bolters can't hurt him yeah anything strength four or lower just pings off him does nothing yeah exactly laz cannons are highly ineffective against him because they wound on threes he has eight wounds a three up and vulnerable and then he has a four up feel no pain so good luck with laz cannons doing anything to him he's like (laughs) but again just fucking awesome game and cam was such a gentleman like i loved it we had uh we had this fight with um his command squad and um uh what the hell is this we were just taught ralderon versus uh my giant unit of reavers and um chaplain the reavers were winning that combat until fucking ralderon just went off and then like the last round of combat he just like killed four reavers by himself and my chaplain was like "Uh oh he's like alone it's just like him and ralderon and like a couple command squad guys he's like "Uh oh i think this is over for me now (laughs) um yeah super cool and then the yeah so the terminator fight was great like I rolled better than him, so the Just Air did end up kind of beating the crap out of the um, the Morlocks, uh, especially because that Just Air unit was like my hard, heavy, like four Thunder Hammers, 
with uh, you know, just thunder hammers and one power fist, just just Terminator mulching unit. But I gotta say the the thing that takes the cake is like anyone here who's ever played with Cam knows that his Praetor uh Ari Arias, I believe his name is, is like he always challenges with this guy like constantly, no matter what he challenges every other everyone else's character, and he's always like killing everybody. He's like cut off the head of all these magoses and all these like other characters and he's even killed a bunch of special characters i guess he's killed uh he even took the challenge against scoria but when i played him before because he was just like i don't care i'm taking it you know <laughs> so having the him versus my praetor was pretty great and like basically for the first three rounds they just slap fought each other and, like couldn't cause any wounds to each other which was pretty funny uh and then the last round so every single time he attacked me, he used his Paragon Blade. And every single time he'd roll one six to wound. And it would be like, oh, geez, if I failed this, my Praetor is dead. And I managed to pass it uh, all three times. And then every single time I would attack him, I'd hit him like maybe twice. I My Praetor had the Thunder Hammer, which is like a giant fuck off axe. But I use it as a Thunder Hammer. And like... <laughs> He would take like two wounds and then he'd pass both. And we're like, man, we're like not doing anything to each other. And then, yeah, finally the last round, my Praetor caused one wound and killed him. And I was like, yes, yes, finally. <laughs> finally. Like, vengeance yeah, for felt, so many people. It felt so good. Yeah. I was just like, my Praetor is the new king of the hill, son. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's a really, really cool and fun. Um, but yeah, we called it. There was a combat going on between Horus and Sanguinius. And I thought it was a nice spot to call it too because it was like all right let's just sanguinius doesn't necessarily have to die he can live to fight another day you know but uh yeah super fun just stoked i want to play so bad right now so so freaking fully erect for my new insane like one of the best in the world paint like painted horses in the world so cool yeah, when I first came, like, uh, well, before you saw it, I was like taking a peep at it, and yeah. at first I thought I thought he like he put LEDs or something because like that on the base, like that thing was glowing. I was just like, oh shit, he wired it up. I'm like, no, it turns out it's just paint. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, yeah, paint like this. I'll try. Yeah, I'll do it. That is the definition of we can paint models. He is a painter. Yeah, he's an artist. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Damn it. I want to say. Well, and the, th <laughs> the thing that was really cool, honestly, was like him saying to me that, like, I think this is the best thing I've ever painted is such a big deal to hear, right? Like, that's what you want to hear from the artist that just commissioned your fucking character model because he has painted some insane shit. So the idea that I have in my case, what he would consider to be the best thing he's ever painted, is just like, I don't know another way to put it. It's just kind of an honor. It's just really cool. <laughs> but he's probably super inspired to paint it because there's just so much going on in that model alone. There's so much. Oh, it's like, it. yeah. And when you, like, the thing is, I've had a couple instances now where I, well, probably more than a couple, but it's it's hard to see a model, like, it's funny, like you look at a model like that and it's amazing in person, but because you have to observe it in the right light to actually see the, all the detail, 
it's like a lot of times when you're looking at it, you're not really seeing it all because it's like the lighting isn't that great. The pictures of it do better justice to it because the pictures are lit perfectly and you can zoom in on them and all that, whatever. But like last night I was sitting here and I, I just grabbed it. And I was like, all right, I'm going to sit down in front of my lamp and actually look at this thing and like turn it, you know, spin it around and look at all the little details. And it's like, there's just all these little things that it's like, oh man, the detail on it is just, it's wild. And there's, you can look at any part of that model and study it for like minutes and observe every different little line that he's put in it. It's really crazy. He even put the wound on his breastplate from uh, Lehman Russ that Lehman Russ gave to Horace and Wolvesbane, which I love. Um, that was something we had talked about originally. And I was like, oh, I'm not sure if he's actually going to do that. But I was looking at the model and I noticed it. And I was like, yes, he's got like the spear mark. So cool. Sexy, sexy times. And then to add yeah. to the story, like after we were all done, we all went and got something to eat. But on the way, like that food, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to that. But like on the way back, John was so, so protective of this thing that we... <laughs> We got out. Was it out of the restaurant? No, I think it was uh, when we got to the restaurant. He's just like, "Oh, can you pop the drug so I can look at my horse?" I'm like, "Jesus, man, cut the umbilical cord!" And then we well, get out of the mall. It, I should say I just magnetized it, and it was in a loose case. So I was like, "I just want to make sure that it's actually the magnets holding." <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I, I like my story better. But anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah, we get out of the mall as well, like where we went to eat, and there's all these uh, speed bumps. And like the first one, I'm just driving no, like normal. But it was until John said something like, "Hey, hey, easy now, easy." It's like, okay, I gotta turn into chauffeur mode, where it's like I have precious <laughs> cargo in the back. I should, I should have gotten a sticker that says uh, "Horace on board," so people would, you know, back away. So hey, we, I drove like that the whole way. Board. Yeah, exactly. I drove like that the whole way back to Victoria, just making sure it's just like, all right, I don't care about these two, but I guess if Horace dies, then I'll be in trouble. <laughs> When you started the story, when you said we went to the mall, I thought you were going to be like, yeah, John went to the truck and took Horace out and walked with him around the mall <laughs> so nobody broke into the car and steal him. Surprised didn't bring him into dinner. That's so good. But can we'll we just, like, this finish this off and talk about this dinner? Oh, yeah. Because it was so fucking good. So anyone who has listened and hasn't been to Five Guys, you should go to Five Guys, because it's amazing. And this was Eric's first time. Popped and, uh, yeah. It was... Five Guys is a good time. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You don't have one in Victoria. It's criminal now, because that was really good. Hey, we I have an American Burger. franchise, so those guys must know, but... What's that? Fatburger. I mean, this, poop, thinking... this pooped uh... all over Fatburger, but yeah. Yeah, I was <laughs> yeah, that's the better. thing. It's like I think Fatburger is good, but it's overpriced and it's not as good as this. Like twenty bucks and you get like this amazing burger and like a shit ton of fries. It's like, yeah, <laughs> it's a good deal and it's like the best fast food burger it's ever had. Fries, but... the, uh, they're, they're, it's just literally like throwing fries in there. It's I know. Not... You're like, dude, how is this a medium? It's just you put like three scoops on top of like the thing of fries. Yeah, <laughs> and they're good fries. <laughs> Yeah, because I probably yeah, would have naturally just grabbed a large, but thank thankfully you guys had said like no, don't. <laughs> Whatever yeah. you do, you do not get the large. And even the medium, that was too much. Yeah, so fuck much that fun. burger. Oh, burger I had I had fresh jalapenos on mine. It was so crunchy, so good. It was like dude, a 
a, a good smash burger slaps so hard. Yeah, man. Yeah, that burger slapped. Yeah, there's a place in Victoria here called Burger Smash that's like amazing. They're actually like they might be the best burger place in Victoria. To be completely honest. So what you're saying is we need to get a little flat up griddle, griddle for a barbecue and do a little oh. smash burgers heresy day. <laughs> yeah, one of these days, the definitely. Event. <laughs> it's going to be the tailgate party for the um, event. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, I got to get out of here pretty soon, so I think, I'm, I think we should probably land this pig. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's been, it's been a while. It's been, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Reed, tell What's that? What's that? It's been a while. Is that Creed? That's Creed. Uh, no. Uh, what? The no. been a while song? No, it's uh, what's what's stained. That's what oh, it is. Stained. Yeah, stained. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm going to uh, land this pig, sirs. Unless you want to continue without me and keep this party going. <laughs> no, nah, we can. It's been two hours. We can wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So with that said, thanks for listening to us, guys. Chat about a bunch of shit. Uh, these events were awesome. Thanks, Bill, for putting that on, and Andy for being so hospitable. Thanks, the Spire, for hosting us at the uh, Spire because it was awesome. Thanks for Brennan for painting my godlike Horus. And um, I'm just trying to, just in real time, looking for our show notes to the closing hey, segment because it's been a long time. <laughs> hey, do you want to shout out your event? And I don't know if you have any more coming up over the next couple of months or. Uh, no, we just have the small event that's already pretty much full up on, on the weekend. This will be moot point uh, that's for a new player we have in town he's turning 30 that day so during 30 30th birthday 30k sick yes awesome he's another he's a salamanders player oh he's the new gilbert yeah, he's, the, he's the new gilbert nice. want to play freaking salamanders he's that's a redhead awesome. too isn't he no he's not a redhead oh he will no. be yeah <laughs> his name's jack but we call him Jacques or Jacques. Oh my so God! So Jacques is there. Oh yes. But we—he took my advice, and we end up going a much darker green for our salamanders. Okay, so at least their two armors will stand apart a bit. Very much. Um, yeah. Is there anything you wanted to call out, Eric, before we go, Martin? You, you Martin, you can call out your uh, Instagram if you want. Might as well put it up. Oh, well, yeah, of course. The Instagram, you know, you can, you can follow me. I haven't uploaded as much just because, like, I'm still in building and painting mode. But uh, if you want to want to see an apprentice type of uh, person upload some cool minis and talk about some useless nonsense, then you can follow me at Dark Knight 2K6. Uh, that's pretty much my handle for everything. And then for events wise, after Tails on Instagram, uh, after Tails <laughs> event on the 13th, I think it is. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll be having one at the end of the month on the last Sunday. We have them every last Sunday, and we call them Heresy Mania. <laughs> Basically, waiting all, waiting all night for that. Heresy Mania, baby. I'm coming down the, from from Nanaimo for that one. Yeah, yeah you are. 
basically our whole shtick is just uh, one month we'll play Heresy, another month we'll play Titanicus, and right now we're getting experimental, you know, kind of like your college days when you want to experiment that you don't want people to know. So this this event that's coming up is uh, 3,500 points. Well, you do want people to know because you're telling them. <laughs> well, this they can know. Well, yeah, not okay. about college, but not about how you can suck a whole chicken bone, you know, dry and <laughs> take all the meat. But uh, yeah, anyways, uh, yeah, we're doing we're doing it with the uh, thirty five hundred points and two rounds, as opposed to like getting a third game in. But that way, you also have more time to eat. And unfortunately, yeah. Like, yeah, we're announcing it, but like we're already all sold out, which is great. You know, everybody bought tickets, but be ready for the next one. Because as I said, we're doing it at the last Sunday of every month. So make sure to... Where are we doing it? Oh, we're doing it at Gauntlet Games. If you in haven't been to Gauntlet Victoria. Games, you got to go to Gauntlet Games in Victoria. It's down by uh, Hillside Mall. Yeah, I think it's Hillside yep. Mall. And yeah, they're the ones gracious enough to host us, and they provide some nice prize pools for... For, for our players and yeah yeah and for Don't heresy players they sell everything 15 percent off it's yeah they're awesome they're actually a really good store super lucky to have them um yeah yeah and i guess i'll call out i got your facebook uh boys of the golden throne uh or instagram i don't even remember i think it's bot gt <laughs> i don't know i haven't used it for a while i'm gonna be honest it's out there you can ready. find it you can find it. Uh, my my Instagram is Big John West Hobby, and um, shout out to Aspire again. And then lastly, uh, our event, uh, the Alex Pappas Social, uh, on November fourth and fifth. Uh, we are currently we just sold two more tickets for Titanicus. So at the time of this recording, uh, if you want to play Titanicus, get on it because it's not selling as fast as Heresy, but I know it's going to sell out, and I'm. I'm imagining it's probably not going to take that long. So if you want to get on the Titanic, there's still five slots left. And for Heresy, uh, yeah, we've sold we've sold through all our tickets, um, but we will be probably expanding. Well, we will we will be expanding our player count. We just don't know to what number yet because we're still kind of tallying the tables. We now know that the space is capable of holding more tables than we initially thought. So. It's really just going to be the bottleneck of uh, terrain and tables. And uh, yeah, we'll announce that at a later date. But for those who want to get on the wait list, let us know at uh, botgt30k at gmail.com. And yeah, there's 12 people on the wait list right now. So like realistically, if we do expand uh, player count it, without some dropouts, it's pretty unlike unlikely that we're going to get past that waiting list. But you might as well if if you want to attend like you never know still, still email us because like people drop out all the time so realistically we could and you do want to bring a submission for the citizen soldier tables please email as well yes totally and then just with the description of what you have and mats and all that kind of shit yeah. because yeah that would that would be awesome we're basically at a point where we know that we could, assuming that we sold through 10 Titanicus tables, we could do up to uh, 28 heresy tables, or sorry, five Titanicus tables, rather, we could do up to 28 heresy tables. So the bottleneck really is just going to be the number of tables that we can kind of get. Um, yeah. Of so with that said, uh, thanks for listening, boys, and uh, love you all. And uh, maybe Teo can give us a closing sound or you know 
I haven't done this in a while. <laughs> and, uh, okay, I'll give, I'll, give, I'll give a classic. And thank you for listening to us at the Boys of the Golden Throne. Please have a wonderful, beautiful evening and uh, strap in and buckle down. Well, bite down, I guess. Oh. Oh. Oh <laughs> Talk to you later, boys.